Hello everybody. Neil's commentating with me today, but he's disappeared and I don't know. I'm confused. But that of course is dangerous because that leaves me all on my own to spout nonsense. And trust me, I can. There's a hell of an atmosphere building up here. Wrexham against Chesterfield. You know I don't like talking about the football. And uh, you know, I, I won't I won't focus on it for too much, I trust me. But yeah, it's it really is on the boil here. Massive, massive game. There's two massive piles of I don't know, rubble, powder, whatever, on the flat area where the cop used to be. And I'm I'm excited because I think that we are going for the world record for the biggest piles of condiments in the world. One of them is looks almost white. The other one looks quite a uh, sort of mid-colour brown. And I'm just trying to get a photo of it to pop on to, um, Twitter for you. It's difficult because there's a bloke standing in the way. He keeps like ducking his head forward just when I'm about to press the button. He's a sort of professional <laughs> condiment photo bomber. But I've got it. I've got it. I'll post that on uh, Ask Wrexham now because it's a it's a magnificent thing. The biggest pile of pepper and the biggest pile of salt ever accumulated. Utterly magnificent. Now, of course, that means we'll need other massive amounts of condiments to pop there. And so we're probably going to have to get into a, a tricky discussion about the definition of a condiment, aren't we, everybody? It's a difficult thing. It's a difficult subject. I know many of us, many of us have been traumatised by condiment studies when we were in school or college, or even those of you who did condiment studies as a degree. My wife has a master's degree in sriracha chili, but we're going to have to have that difficult conversation, I think. Mrs. Griffiths, by the way, still has COVID, God bless her. She is still staying away from me to enable me to commentate. She is grateful for your messages of love, but now she wants you to just send money instead. And I understand that. That's reasonable. I'm just trying to send that blinking photo on Twitter while talking at the same time. Doing two jobs isn't great, is it, at the same time? Right. Is that, is that crowd noise being played? Because, I don't know, maybe it is Rex sometimes just making noise for the fun of it. So, yeah. Are we alive yet, Mark, or not? We are live. We are live, are we? I've just been telling everybody about our world record attempt uh, this evening because in the stand there we have those two massive piles, the brown and the white, <laughs> the two biggest piles of pepper and salt ever. And we're just trying to think of other types of condiments as we go on there, as we take on this enormous condiment challenge. I know that's why we all got into football in the first place. What, condiments? Yes. Okay. Massive amounts of condiments. I do like a lot of salt in my chips, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a bit of vinegar. You've got to, oh, well, is vinegar a condiment? That's mm. what I want to. That's what I want to explore tonight, really, more than the football. Mustard. Is again? That's what I, I don't know. Let's look at the definition of condiments. Um, so the large land mass. Oh, I'm a lot of type there. 
It was interesting to see this last Saturday the number of international fans were here. Yes. Norwegians, Danish, Germans, Americans and Canadians. It's amazing, isn't it? And yesterday there was a load of Colombians no. in the turf. About, yeah, about ten Colombians come over for the game. Oh, given the wrecking support. Maybe that white pile of salt. <laughs> Perhaps it's not salt. I, oh, wow, my words. I mean, <laughs> let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. And the brown pile as well could be. Yeah. The brown pile for a well. Yeah. Good laws. Brought out by the Colombians. You mean coffee, don't you? Yes, of course. Yeah, good, 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 good. Glad to hear it. Um, a condiment is a preparation that is added to food, typically after cooking, to impart a specific flavour, to enhance the flavour or to complement the dish. So vinegar could well be wrong, yes. A table condiment or table sauce is more specifically a condiment that is served separately from the food and is added to taste by the diner. So yeah, vinegar is a condiment. Mm -hmm. Well, that case is the king of the condiments. That's excellent. That's our favourite song about a king of the ju out of, um, jungle book, that. Excellent here. So, um, should we move from condiment chat? I think so. It's not a lot to do with football, is it? Can I just clarify, because I don't like taking uh, credit for other people's work, that definition I just read of condiments is from uh, Wayne Uni's autobiography. <laughs> Where did Wayne Rooney score the first goal of his professional career? You're going to say here, Mark, are you? Yeah. For Everton? He slapped me down the end of me, just silence, like he's ignoring the question. Then eventually he goes, oh, go on then. The, um, where did he score the second goal of his career? I don't know. Here? Yeah, yeah. revenge. It's good too, didn't he? Anyway, the game. Shall we uh, begin the, the broadcast? Shall I just firstly establish as th that, that man, the man himself, the athletics Richard Sutcliffe, is, is along on the end of the bench. Now, I, I've got to ask you, Richard, I mean, are you, are you willing to take part at all? Do you want to, or are you just not fussed? Uh, cool, fair enough. You have one of your headphones the wrong way around, though. <laughs> but that's probably why it's so... Yeah. I'd be wise, it would be incredibly, <laughs> it would have been incredibly painful, so that explains it. But we can't hear it now. I can't. Can you hear? You can hear us? Ah, right. hang on. Go on, speak. I'm here. Ah, that's, that's better. Yeah, clean. How loud and clear? <laughs> I put it so politely. Proper Rex and welcome. Go on, speak. Yeah. I'm like a sort of uh, aggressive version of Dr. Doolittle. Just shaking a Paris. Come on, talk to me! Funnily enough. Not the first time in my life I've confessed that I'm not going to bother with that anymore. Anyway, I'm going to pause. Oh, shake the parrot. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> shake the parrot, wake the drink, as the French say. <laughs> right, okay. I'm going silent, and then we'll pretend none of this happens. Deal? Okay, yeah, go for it. Welcome to Wrexham, player. Yes, it's us. I'm Mark Griffiths. He's Neil Williams, and we might even get some actual proper information from Richard Starkey from the Athletic over there. I called you Richard Starkey. He did, yeah. Um, he's, he's a historian, isn't he? Yeah, sorry. He is. But... So Richard, Richard Sutcliffe, I do apologise. My famous surname, I would have thought so. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. yeah. I was, um, I, I didn't want to say, but... You know, the one who's got a famous uncle called Peter Sutcliffe. That's yes, that's one. right, that's, that's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. 
it could be coincidence, Neil. Totally coincidence. I got your autograph. I got you to sign the t- my team sheets before the match. Um, because when you do become known as the, the Britain's most prolific serial killer, I want to be able to say I commentated with you. Anyway, that didn't work at the start of the football broadcast, did it? <laughs> Uh, welcome to Wrexham Player again. I've introduced us, obviously. Um, huge game, Wrexham against Chesterfield. Chesterfield, well, we're in the title race. They certainly aren't now. They've not won in eight games. I feel wary of them, though, because they still got good players. Seven of the players who beat us comfortably uh, 2-0 at the start of the season. And frankly, let's be honest, that's the one time this season we've deserved to lose a game because the Notts County loss, it was 1-0. It could have been 7 all. It was just an insane toe-to-toe match with everybody missing and goalkeepers making great saves. Um, the Chesterfield game, they deserved to beat us. They, were, they outfought us and were superb. But recently, results have gone badly for them. But having watched them against Notts County and they lost... They probably shouldn't have done what they definitely shouldn't have done. If Jeff King hadn't got a stupid red card, I don't think they would have lost. Um, likewise, even though some of the results like last Saturday, losing at home to Walden were poor, still the complaint seems to be they're playing well, not putting their chances away. So this is a proper challenge for Wrexham. Forget about the form. Chesterfield have got a lot of more good players than most National League teams do. And they're unchanged on last Saturday as are Wrexham. So just to quickly go through that team before we get Neil's reaction to it. Wrexham. Hang on a sec. Lining up with Rob Linton in goal again. Then at the back three will be Max Clough, Ben Tozer and Jordan Tunnicliffe. Wing backs Anthony Ford and Jacob Mendy. In midfield, Andy Cannon continues alongside Luke Young and Elliot Lee. Up front, Sam Dolby is preferred to Ollie Palmer alongside Paul Mullen. The subs, Mark Howard, Jordan Davis, Palmer, back from injury, Owen O'Connell, that's great news, yeah. and of course the new man Barnett. So, I mean, are you surprised they wouldn't change now? Yes and no. I thought perhaps he played maybe a slightly weakened team against Dorking and uh, those stronger players like Palmer would have come back into the the lineup, you know, the first 11 tonight, but uh, the team played so well on Saturday without really getting out of second gear, did they? Mm. I mean, Cannon is coming to his own now after a few games and lighting the start up, and uh, the same we can say about Derby. Derby's a, an excellent player, he holds the ball up, good head of the ball, his distribution's fantastic, and he's now starting to score goals as well, which is great. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, whether the intention was to give Palmer a rest on Saturday or to actually say it's Dolby, it's your place to lose who knows, but the fact of the matter is when you play like Dolby did, you've earned your chance to play in a big game on a Tuesday haven't you? Definitely so Mark, yeah I mean I, I can't disagree with his, you know, his, his first team choice tonight um, you know whatever team he puts out on there you know it's, it's a good 11 players and there's depth and strength on the, on the, you know, on the bench as well so uh, you know, we can bring Palmer on if need be, and, but I'm hoping we'll be comfortable by then. But uh, like you, it's going to be a nervy game, I think, tonight, and I think the first 20 minutes are going to be crucial for Exxon. Well, I think certainly Chesterfield will be keen to make up for these poor results, obviously. They need to turn it around. They've gone from title contenders to looking over their shoulder at other teams in the lower parts of the playoff spots, which is ludicrous, really. Yeah. You look at the quality of their side as well. They've got good 
players. Rostick Simmons in goal. Jeff King, the right back's a, a fine player at this level, although we saw against Notts County he can lose his head. Baby Clements on the left. In the middle, Jamie Grimes and Tyrone Williams. In the midfield, which contains Ollie Banks, who I think is a real class act in the centre midfield at this level. He's big and physical, but he's graceful too. He's a bit like Paul Lake. Uh, not Paul, Mike Lake for Wrexham yeah, fans of our vintage. Um, He's got a good uh, touch on him. He strikes the ball beautifully, either long passing or shooting. And I, I really think he's a fine player. And then alongside him, we've got Darren Oldacre, Will Buttonship, and Mike Jones. And then in attacking areas, well, Liam Mandeville consistently shows quality against us. I feel he's not necessarily a 90-minute player. And if he was consistently, he'd be knowing in the National League because when he's involved in games, he's excellent. <clears throat> Ryan Colcliffe, of course, is a very talented player from Altrincham. He's playing on the left. And then up front, another recent signing, like Colcliffe, Paul McCallum, one of the best target men in this division. So they've got a strong, I mean, that's a lot quality players in there. Yeah, definitely so, but I, I just don't think the togetherness is there, like you say, with Rex and you. You can see the togetherness there on the pitch with Rex and, you know, as I said to you before, early before we went on there, you know, there was some dis discord at Chesterfield on Saturday when they lost to uh, Oldham, where, you know, one of their players was having a real go at the fans because the fans weren't happy and they booed him off. And uh, so, you know, it's, it's, it's got to be a negative effect on the players, you know, and Rex was on that right mindset, you know, they, they've got this winning mindset, the togetherness, they play well as a team and they all, you know, they play the full 90 minutes. On the bench for Chesterfield, there's more quality, uh, there's Tim Akinola, good attacking midfielder, continuing the family tradition, Lawrence Maguire is on the bench, just like his brother is at Man United, Raheem Shackelford's a versatile defender, Jesseran Achegbalan, and also ex Watson striker Joe Quigley, so plenty on the bench for them as we get ready. The referee, <coughs> so I beg your pardon, my throat's not the best today. I'll try and get through this for you. The referee is, I can't read his name on the team sheet, blinking at night. It's, it's, it's too dark. Oh, right yeah, now, Scott Tallis, beg your pardon. Scott Tallis and Mike the ref has already been informing on him, saying that he's never left us before. Bus. <laughs> You'll enjoy this. Uh, he's never left us before. He's had three seasons this level. But he did say that the assessor was the former Premier League referee, Roger Gifford. Remember him? Yeah, yeah. With the, the proper sort of permed mullet, 1980s style haircut. He's the ref. Mike points out that Andy Dibble had the ball headed out of his hands by Mark Crosby. They were swapping ends. So Chesterfield must have won the toss and he decided yeah. they want to play. Uh, us yeah. to play the opposite way we normally like to play. But they did get into our heads a bit, I think, at Chesterfield. They had a super high line and we were two lines and trying to play balls into that tempting space behind. And we kept squandering chances to, to build up play. We did start that game well, to be fair. But once they got a first goal, it all changed. And let's see what's going to happen now as the referee is just checking that the goalkeepers are ready. Hell of a noise here. Oh, yeah. There's been all over the fans' chats pages that we've got to be singing all night tonight to get behind the team. And away we go. Young lays it backwards. Tools are lifted down the left flank. And it's headed on, but out of play by Dolby through to Chesterfield. It's got a proper crackling sense of a, a top table match, isn't it? 
King then with the throw. Slings it down the line. He flicks it on well. Cannons tracked his man well to head it partly away. Then Young gets a toe to it and Ford gets to the ball first and launches it. Dorby's done well to knock it back to Cannon. Good vision. Hooks it wide, asking a lot of Mendy, but he'll keep it in. Mendy with a chance to cross some deep perhaps, squares it. And Lee has his first involvement. Clipping by Ford. Gets a free kick for Hamball. Get away. Borderline shooting range that. It's left hand side, bit far out looking at where the refs actually putting the phone down. But certainly the centre backs will be up to attack that. Young is signalling long before the balls arrive for him. That's how he appears to get on the wings. Chesterfield hold the line on the edge of the area. If you're going to start singing now, you better you better edit out the uh, those sort of ones. Eh? Young signals again, sweeps it in, too close to the keeper, but it's headed away by a defender, and Cannon slips on the edge of the box as he looked to attack it. The keeper was well out of position. The ball slashed out for the throwing. Yeah, he said they put a lot of water on the pitch for the game. That's right, I forgot to say, yeah, that the pitch has clearly been extremely heavily watered. They want that ball to zip around. And Toza is going to look to sling one in. I think this might be a psychological ploy. It's a fair way out. But I think Tozzi just wants to make them feel embattled from the start. Remember, Exum scored here a late equaliser against Chesterfield last season from a Tozzi throw. A Tozzi throw which he took very quickly. Lee is off himself short. Tozzi is not interested. Like I say, I think he just wants to make a bit of a statement and get the ball in their six-yard box again. He steals some yards, hurls it into the near post, headed out of play. Throwing right by the corner flag. And Tozzi immediately gets a replacement ball. It's good to be putting pressure on the first few minutes, Mark. Yeah, exactly, get in the front foot. Yeah. If they're going to turn this round, then we'll just attack them hard at the start. So, third minute, Wrexham penning Chesterfield in. Tools it, steps up, hurls it in, that's the job, box goes all over Dorby, and it's hit at the far post, blocked, hits in again, and headed away on the edge of the air at the six-yard box. Cannon wins a good header, and it's absolute, and the shot is hit in by Lee. It goes over the bar. But that was, that's great pressure to start the game. Yeah, great idea by uh, Lee then, but uh, just couldn't get the ball on target, and just over the bar. Jarvis wants to know if my voice is going to last the game, and his nightmare is a condiment. <laughs> Um, I think yes and no are probably the answers to those questions. Can't decide your vinegar. I've been worse than this, I show you. When we won a Brentford in the cup, you know those inhaler things that you yeah, stick yeah. down your throat? And you're only supposed to like one, one squeeze of it every six hours. I went through a whole canister of it walking to the game from the railway station. And got through the game and then basically, well, I never walked again. Chesterfield coming forwards for the first time and the ball's picked up in midfield by all day. Working back to the halfway line, trying to find an angle to get forwards. It's fed across to the left-hand side, and Nichols' early ball seems to find McCallum offside. He is offside. Benjamin waited until he played the ball before signalling. But Lexham takes a quick kick, that's a good idea, but it's just hung in the air too much, and Williams beats Mullen to it. Lexham quick to the second ball, won't Lee driving forwards from the halfway line. Four turns, he's got many clouded. What a return ball, Lee! Yeah! Oh, Superb goal! That's a great, well worked goal. Mullen 
sat. Ball out quickly from the back. Mullen held it up. Great through ball to Lee. Keeper had no chance of getting that at all. A fantastic stroke by Lee. Very similar to his goal, if not as good as Saturday's goal. But I mean, I've got to say, <clears throat> you're exactly right. Because that is exactly what we were seeing on Saturday. Me and Mullen are such good players. And their link at play is glorious. And their instinctive awareness as high class players of their movement is great. But Mullen's blind return pass there yeah. was utterly unbelievable. And Lee just knew he'd been put in such a nice position. He just hit it early. The keeper couldn't set himself and it was in. Here comes Chesterfield from the restart and they put it out of play. No, they haven't. It has hooked away for a throw by the corner flag. What a goal by Lee that was. So what a goal. Chesterfield took the throw short. Chance to cross perhaps. Instead, they pull it back into midfield. And it's squared on to allow Grimes to join in the attack. He pings it to the corner of the box. Ryan Cook of scrabbling away, but he's tackled. Well, Mullins up to with Manning. Cannon lifts over the top. Mullins on the chase again. Down the left-hand side, he beats Williams to it. Williams gets a guard. Lexham wants to foul and gets it. Well, they might be a little generous to me. It's on the far side, but... Oh, he's good. It's a throw. Oh, OK. Well, Wrexham taking that quickly. And here's a chance now for Lee to sweep the ball in. Young heads in the hole. That was a great chance. Yeah, yeah, and Marty That should have been 2-0. Great move again by Wrexham. Quick thinking. Taking a quick throw in. Mendy to Mullen. Mullen crossing to the ball. Luke Young on his own. Headed past the post, unfortunately, guys. Lee absolutely on fire, isn't it? Great cross, that. And Young should have scored, unmarked, about eight yards out. Should have put it in the net. As it is, he put it just wide of the left post. Well, that's great intention, so, from the team, isn't it? Oh, yeah, and that's a great header in midfield from Cleworth. Beating McCallum to it, the big target man. We know McCallum is a really imposing character, and he's pulled himself onto Cleworth a couple of times. But Cleworth has handled it well. Throw down the line again, Cleworth beats McCallum to it. Miss header in midfield drops, fortunately for Chesterfield, and is given away. Next mucker at the top. Mullins in the race with the keeper. Keeper gets there first. The linesman's given offside anyway. He did look like he may well have been. Yeah, he did slightly, will he? Good job because uh, the ball hit the keeper's hand outside the box. So he could have been in real trouble. As it is, here's Williams. He was outstanding when they beat Wrexham earlier in the season. His marking job on Palmer was brilliant. Back to his keeper Fitzsimmons, he works around to Clements and he knocks it forwards, flicked on this time, but McCallum is beaten to it well by Tozar, good feet by Young, but he's surrounded by Chesterfield players and loses out eventually. And balls won back by Cannon, he's had a great start, good ball for Ford, he's only got Dorby in the middle, Ford running at Clements, takes to go outside, does go outside, crosses, headed away by Grimes, a throw in in Tozer territory. Don't think Chesterfield know what's hitting with it. Well, this is exactly the start you want to have. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Except we should be two up. Yeah. Tozer with the ball in his hands. The Wrexham fans as well. Just exactly as you said, Neil. Non-stop noise. Tozer. Stands. On the advert, steps forward. Hurls this to the far post. Enormous header. It's headed back wide for a corner, is it? No. Nope. Ball kick given. Wow, that was... Uh, that's in the... That's in their tools as category for longest ever ones. He got beyond the far post. Yeah, yeah near the edge of the 18th, six yard box of the foot. Wow. 
So, goal kick. It'll be taken by Fitzsimmons. McCallum again comes over to the left flank to try and isolate Cruith. And it's they who battle for us. And Cruith, well, he's unlucky that free kick given to McCallum. I thought McCallum was going down quite early there. Yep. I'm looking for the foul, which is a good sign if so. Because it indicates he's not convinced he can beat him. And Cruith, I thought, well, he's penalised, but he's a little unlucky there. Just look at the, just showing a replay again of the no look pass by Mullen to Lee. Oh my word. Beautiful. So it'll be all Dacre on the free kick about 35 yards out. Left of centre. He pulls it square. Clements pokes it down the line for Colecliffe. He's taken on Ford. Ford tight to him. And so Colecliffe has to lay it off. Early cross from Clements. Easy to a headed clear by Tozer. But it'll come back in again. It's Chesterfield pick up on the right hand side. Ball towards Mandeville. Goes down too easily. And now that's well, going. Ball by Lee. Cannon driving forward. Such a great ball to Mendy. 2 on 2. Mendy at the far, uh, at the far post. Mendy sweeps in towards him. Ball cross straight to the keeper. Yes. Cannon's looking absolute class. Yeah, for me, Mendy should have put the afterburners on there and skinned mm. that player and, and just driven into the box, Mark. His first touch was good, knocked it in front of him, yeah. and it looked like he was doing that. And then I think he decided, okay, I'm going to play the cross, and he slowed himself down to try and measure it, didn't he? But hopefully, supposed to keep it on. It's an excellent tackle on all Dacre, wins is throwing. Not sure what Paul Cook in front of us is complaining about. There's a weird interview on Chesterfield's um, YouTube channel with him after the game. It's not what he says, but. Oh, you've got to listen to it yourselves. It, it's it's an audio interview with a photograph of Paul Cook on it, so it doesn't sort of look like it's real, and the sound quality is really scratchy, and Cook sounds like two different people talking, both of them putting on a fake Scouse accent. It's really weird. And I, 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 I sort of listen to it, and I think, I think it's fake, but it's on Chesterfield's club website. As Tozer gives the ball away at the back, where Colgrove overruns it, Cluith knocks it onto it, and Ford recovers. Colgrove's got a foot in, and it back, though. That's good from Colgrove's left hand side, lovely footwork. Just takes him away from Cluith, pulls it back again to Aldaker. Lovely edge of the area, pulls inside, back and bang, shoots. No, a switch. That's a good pass. Over to the right hand side, the dangerous king. Stumbles, Mendy could tackle. And that was Mullen picking it up. He wants to work it on for Dolby. Grimes works it wide. Colcliffe again is looking lively. Coming in on the diagonal, taking on Ford, changes feet, goes round the outside, drives in the cross, it's poked away well by Cruyff. It's rare to see a player go one-on-one -on -one with Ford and actually get past him and get the cross in. Colcliffe looks very lively. Let, let's be candid here. Colcliffe would be at a much higher level were not for the fact that he's had, shall we say, issues off the pitch. It's public knowledge. Have a look on Google. There's just a good ball over the top by Banks to King on the right-hand side, who's always progressive. Plays a back-end cross. He's deflected up in the angles for the corner. And the Chesterfield fans find their voices. Wrexham under a spell of pressure for the first time. A funny thing, this could be one of those tricky-ass Wrexham days where... It's so intense. Let me don't ask many questions. Yeah, yeah I'm going to try. Answer, I should say. Yeah, I'll do my best. Honestly, folks. But it's compelling this so far. 12 minutes gone. Corner. Played flat to the near post. That's cute. And it's flicked on, but Wrexham read it. Lee gets it away and was looking for Mullen. Couldn't quite find him. Nice idea, though. 
Uh, goes off for a throw to Chesterfield in the half hour. And Jamie Lightning wants to know if Bovlo works with his raw throat like honey and lemon. That's a fair point. I probably would actually. But it's only very cold, so it's nowhere near cold enough for Bovlo tonight, I would argue. It's, it's got to be properly arctic for Bovlo. And then, oh my word, it's so good. But Chesterfield are making a bit of a drama this soon, and in the end, King gets it and launches it forwards. Tools of volleys are back where it came from. Mendy heads it partly clear. Jones down to King again. Well read by Lee. Takes the ball away as King tried to go forwards. Very tidy from Lee. He's enjoying himself out there. To the give long. Great flip by Dolby. Now, Mullen's given offside. Where the Mendy was, I think Mullen realised he was off and left it. Yeah. I suspect they both were. I've got to be honest. I suspect they both were, too, Mark. Just, yeah. It's a shame. Just getting the replay now as the ball's about to get flipped back in there on that. I'm being a bit premature. Anyway, it's a free kick, which is been taken a long way up the pitch. Well, I suppose it was, like the pitch, wasn't it? It's touched up, yeah, but yeah, miles off. I don't know why I was even questioning that, looking at that. So, Fitzsimmons stands the ball up towards the edge of the Wrexham box. Clueth jumps and he's beating the sign, but he's offside. Free kick to Wrexham, referee has tossed the flag, yeah. So, Mainson will come across to take it. And Cryptic Construct asks, why are there Wrexham flags on the Wrexham Lager stand? Are there no away fans or separation? Well, I think you'll explain that, Neil, won't you? Yeah, I think basically they've kept the, the, the away fans in Chesterfield, the away fans as far away they can from the Wrexham fans, so uh, they've only really given the allocation to the upper stand for the Chesterfield fans, and uh, not that I don't think Chesterfield sold their full allocation anyway, so... Mendy's a melt hockey in the box. Mullen left hand side pulls it back out to Mendy, sets himself, sweeps across and it's saved by the keeper, but Mullen was attacking that. Just couldn't quite reach it. It's pulled out quickly to the left one. Here's Coldcliffe again. Cannon's come across to cover because Ford's still up the pitch. Coldcliffe squares it. Banks now. Nice little layoff, Old Deacon. Misses out Jones, goes wide, King has a chance to cross, sweeps to the far post, Coldcliffe after that, far. but it's good, too strong, Coldcliffe gets ahead to it, but has no chance of keeping it in, and again, Wrexham are satisfied, but to be fair to Chesterfield, Cook's not happy down there, look, he's like a kid down the tank zone, oh yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> looks like an angry toddler, he does, like he's even his superpowers, yeah, <laughs> Listen to this crowd, absolutely superb. I see Jamie Lightning saying, having trouble hearing it. Dandy saying, this is my laryngitis. Is, uh, can you hear me okay? Though? Uh, I can try and fiddle around with stuff, folks, if you want to say I'll ask Wrexham. As Elliot Lee wins a good header, Dolby can't get to the loose ball, but to throw to Wrexham. Williams felt he was fouled by Dolby. No other point, to be fair. Dolby seemed to jump into his back a bit. Derby will be happy, he's already won a couple of decent headers against the centre-backs. As he's Mendy with a throw, 10 yards into Chesterfield's half, had to keep it with throw down to Lee. Pops yeah. it back into the centre circle, and Clear's got time and space. Works it wide to Ford. Ford, coming inside. Back to Clearth again. Exum happy to go back to the edge of the area, just draw Chesterfield onto them. Toes it. Takes a touch, right-footed, pings the ball to Mendy, great ball. Mendy brings it down nicely as well. And we have now drawn three players into XR but half, and then it's knocked over the top by Tunnicliffe. Mullen jumping into Williams, wins a good header, flicked away by Jones. Cannon tidy again, knocking it down to Mendy. That's a good ball for us in return. Mullen lets Lee take over. Again, Lee's going to have to go backwards, but he's very comfortable on the ball. 
Rexham have had possession for a fair while. He gets it back from Tuza, just moving it around. Oh, now he goes for a massive it. switch. Look at the four, that's a hell of a ball. Great Ford ball. has got an overlap on Luke Young. He breaks into the box instead, sweeps in the cross and wins a corner. Yep. Well, I enjoyed that pass and movement and then yeah, it pass by Lee. The way they do chest field out, you know, out the back and then that, that dinking ball by Tannikoff over the top. Corner, Young signals, the right swinger. Just through the left Colclough up the pitch. Some fans continuing this fantastic noise. Young plays it short. Lee has got Young on the overlap and he takes it. Young into the box, squares it. Cannon hits it, blocked six yards out. Back to Cannon, left foot shot, blocked again. again. Comes out to Ford, he beats his man. He hits a shot, that's blocked too. And it's hacked clear. Three shots from about 20 yards. None of them can get through though. And now Cannon under pressure has caused his man. Referee will give the free kick. I think Cannon be lucky not to get a booking for that. Maybe he slipped a little as he was lunging in, but it was a bit wild. To be fair to Jones, he's not, he's not made a drama out of it. He's got straight up again. And that's plus the earliness of the challenge. 18th minute means he doesn't get a, a card, but it was left in the other room. So, yeah, I that, yeah. He did slip a little, perhaps. He did. Like yeah. I said, it is a wet pitch. Uh, but having said that, I still say he's a bit late as well. Sounds, it sounds like I'm coming through loud and clear but croaky, that's good news. Ball's played forwards, Dolby battling against defenders out. Number to the end, but Young tackles well. Ball spins to Jones and he switches quickly over to the right-hand side. Chesterfield wanted a free kick, I didn't think that was a foul to be honest. The ball's clipped forwards and not held up well by Chesterfield. Lee back defending by his corner fly again, wiggles out of trouble. Flicks a cute ball to Cannon, a little dink then to Mullen. He's only 30 yards out from his own goal. He can't find a teammate under pressure. But Wrexham are pressing hard. Uh, and a forced yeah. back pass from the halfway yeah. line. Really alert play by Liam Mullen then. It's a flowing game this. Ball goes out for the throw. It feels like one of those games where the ball's never out of play. Just constantly this stuff happening. It's a really fast flow yeah, to it. To be fair, Wrexham are pressing really well. You can test it any time on the ball. And that's the tactic they need. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Getting their heads. Throwing is thrown centrally. Oldacre turns into trouble. He's done well to hook his arm to Jones. Throwing the centre circle. Cook is furious again down beneath us. As the ball is worked wide to the right hand side. And picked up again by Oldacre. He's very, very busy in midfield. He feeds her across to the left hand side. Clements coming forwards again. Coolcliffe tries to cut inside, Ford's tight on and wins it back from him. That's great work by Ford, he wins the throw in the end. Coolcliffe's a quality player, like I said. There's a reason he's here and not in a higher division. But Ford is so good on these one ones. Picked his pockets. Yeah. That's not what he got into before. <laughs> <laughs> clear of forces down the line, Dolby is beaten to us in the end. And it's volleyed clear. Not down by McCallum's a nice idea, but well read by Tommy Cliff. Throw in to Chesterfield. Five yards into Wrexham's up. You can see Chesterfield's quality, can't you? I mean, you know, because they are still coming back at us, they are moving it around. They're not getting anything in the box of quality yet, but you can see they're a decent side. 
Banks pops it back to Grimes. Grimes to Clements. Wrexham clears in. That's a nice pass inside to Waldacre. He turns and switches nicely. King now. Mendy comes out to meet him. King 25 yards, 30 yards out. Back into the centre of the pitch. Banks looks for something ambitious. It's in for Coolcliffe. Great pass that. Yeah, it was. And again, Ford's there to hack it away. Throw taken quickly by Clements. Old oh dear. Hey. Hey. It's Gets the ball out of his feet. And then plays it in behind him for the throw. And Cook is hugely entertaining there. Yeah. Yeah. Watching him. Going through different stages of nervous breakdown. Remember in Blackadder, a bit where they talk about the seven stages that you die after you taking poison. Um, it sort of seems to be going through all of those. Seems to jump in the corner and what is it to say, Bibble or something. Clear throws it down line, Dolby flicks it on, Mullen turns, does well, but he's, it's impossible in the end, and Grimes plays the back pass. But Simmons pops it square back to Grimes as he's put under pressure by Mullen. It's a nice ball down the line by Clements, but Callum is tackled again by Clueth, who's being tested and at the moment he's passing that test very well. Clements is in short, Banks again in the halfway line. Huge level out, a ball on the oblique, finding Mandeville, but again Clueth is there to plunk up clear. Wrexham having to deal with a bit of pressure, but doing well. Jim Barrett's likes my husky version and wants me to attempt a bit of Tom Waits at half time maybe Tom what? Tom Waits maybe so we don't know about all myself some cornflakes there you go full version later full and taken short by Chesterfield immediately they're put under pressure but they've managed to work a way out from that but a ball pass yeah Jones totally must hit that forward good intercept and get it back to the keeper Bones ready to go, guys. Linton <laughs> on the edge of the box. Yeah, Bones on his toes. It's driven long. Dolby is after this. Packs in really well. Williams as well to get a foot in. Oh, he nearly nicked it beyond Jones. But a mistake by Jones. He's going to move to Ford. Running into the box right hand side. He's got a man tight on him. He nearly got around the outside. Pulls it back. Young pulls his shot and it's blocked. Comes back out to Tunnicliffe from the halfway line. It's intense. Uh, Tunnicliffe drives down the line. And Mendy does really well to take it. And Burst passes. Man, can he get there? Not no. quite. It's run behind the goal kick. But that was a great take by Mendy because the ball was nice. really hard behind him. It was, yeah, fair play to Mendy. Mendy made something of it. Football 366, I like that. Hey, fancy a bit of wordplay. He says, isn't it a bit ironic here, a little horse at the ground that used to race them? Nice. Looking forward to more goal celebrations today. We've well, had one, haven't we? Let's have a few more. As the subs come out to be applauded. Goal kick is a huge one. But Tunnicliffe comes across and deals with it in the air, beating McCallum once more. Young nodding it back to Ford. Cute little pass inside. Cannon, sharp turn. He's put under pressure though, and he's got his pass wrong. He immediately yeah. is apologising to Ford. So his mistake is made. Yeah. Flew to Chesterfield then, 25 yards out, left hand side. Thrown in backwards to Aldaker, who turns to face the goal. And then pulls a dreadful ball inside oh. the intercept. Lovely touch to Mullen. Mullen juggles it and looks to get it back. Doesn't get it right. Williams intercepts. The crowd in Parkson shout for handball. I don't think it was. No, it was I more than yeah. And it's played back to Fitzsimmons. Fitzsimmons stands it up. McCallum well, beaten in the air by Tony Clough. That's tremendous. Mendy holding it up in midfield. Looks to be tripped. Left doesn't give it. But Wrexham keep the ball. Tony Cliff now. 
put under pressure, back to Lee, three men around him, pokes down the line accurately, Millen who's come out of the flank, he's having his shirt pulled, ref doesn't give it, but Wrexham again, retain possession, throws a fakes to back pass, and then floats a poor ball forward, heads away, he's by Grimes, Young looks to intercept, oh and Millen puts it on a plate for Banks, only through the middle, Callender so well to intercept, and under pressure we found Young, now Lee's pressed, and he plays it backwards pass, that's not great, Kilworth will do well to stop it going for a corner, and I think he has, yeah, fully. Well, I think he went out, Mark. Well, that was dreadful from Lee, wasn't it? He just took them and misjudged it. And Clears had ever so well to stop him in the corner. Yeah, I thought he might just run it back to the keeper, you know, back to yeah. Leighton. But it was an easier option, wasn't yeah. it? To be fair, he's looking to be ambitious and keep the ball moving. But it's given Chesterfield an attacking throw. Clements throws it in. Gorgas spins, bit it into the box. Hey! And it goes flying after a throwing further away from goal on the far side. Let's cross it and have a buzz and hit it. He spun brilliantly. Oh no, that was shocking. Cross, wasn't it? He's trying to. No, it was a shot, wasn't it? Sure, it really is it. But he's trying to get really get some smile on it. Yeah. And he's just launched it away from goal. Wow. He's dangerous, don't call Cliffy. He, he does look good. And the battle between him and, and Ford is one of many fascinating duels. Lee getting away from Jones is another one to keep an eye on as the Bethune come in. Lee certainly winning that battle. As Chester win the ball, high the pitch, Rexham claim a handball by Mandeville, not given. That's a lovely little small by Mandeville into midfield, and Old is quick to shove the arm, and Clements has a chance on the left to come forward. He might hit this. And he looked like he was thinking about it. He's gone wide now, and Colcliffe again has a chance to win up forward, and he's got his cross over there. It's poor cross, but it's straight behind the goal kick. So, Leighton's having a go at the ball, boys seem to slow down a bit. <laughs> Fair enough. Dan D reckons that the two giant piles of condiments will go well with two pints of lager and a pack of the crisps. Not wrong. But still, Zenny has always got a good excuse for listening to us. And Brad, I had an imaginary gout flare up today to get out of the works due tonight. Excellent. I, uh, I wish you a swift recovery from what you haven't got. One clearance towards Dolby. He's just been on his work colleagues are listening as well. <laughs> Cannon works it wide on the right. Ford's got a little bit of space here. Again, he's got an overlap. He gets past Oldacre and he hooks it across to the far post. Lee with it. Oh. It's out by the keeper. Good, well-timed header, but too straight. To say the keeper should have been downward, shouldn't it? A lovely work by Ford. He's got a surge past his man. Any side of the centre, and that was in the back of the net. But yeah, another great cross by Ford. Well worked. Still 1-0 to Wrexham, 27th minute, so this absolutely compelling game. Here's McCallum wins a header, and there's danger here on the right as Mandeville draws in the cross, but toes it intercepts, and coolly brings under control the ref will stop play, because Tony Cliff took a head injury as he was jumping for that. So, I, I was, so if it was a head injury, why didn't he step straight away? Yeah, that's a fair question. I mean, if the players... Well-being is the first priority. Now it doesn't matter whether the ball's dropped into a dangerous area or not. But anyway, he didn't, and uh, it didn't come to anything anyway. A lovely play before by Ford. Just burst past his man, hooks that across and Lee. Lovely timing on the jump, but just not the placement. No, no. And he's not the first player on the pitch, is he? But yeah, he was free in the area, and uh, as I say, two foot either side, and it'll be too well. Mm. 
Martin Legg saying, and I agree with this, with this pace of the start, it's going to be a disappointment if you don't go in at half-time with at least a two-goal margin. Frankly, yeah, I mean, the way this is going, we've got scope to, to take this game away from Chesterfield if we want to. Yeah, definitely so, but uh, I'm sure the lads and, and Parkinson will be happy with 1-0, you know, the way they played the first half. Yeah. Numerous chances, yeah, we haven't put them away, but... Normally we always come better in the second half, don't we, normally? Yeah, yeah, true. Mind you, we're like kicking that way as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got that advantage of it. If it psychologically it means a lot to you, yeah. then, you know, take advantage of it now, I suppose, is the point, isn't it? I, I, we haven't established rules, really, because I wandered off to chat to the BBC. I thought I'd let the, the little people have a chance to, to have a bit of me, you know, rather than just you proper guys and Wrexham player. Well, you just but, said the BBC? Yeah, the little fellas. Okay. Bless them. BBC Wales, or...? Goosey Wales, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, like I say, because of that, I haven't established the rules, so uh, please, Richard, if you, if you feel like chipping in, just do it. I didn't like to interrupt, definitely not. You, you got yeah. it, we're in full flow, so... Uh, <laughs> You're always welcome to. But I have to say, the energy and the intensity and the tempo for a team playing their eighth game in 25 yeah. days, absolutely mm. phenomenal. Absolutely. I mean, that's what I've been feeling, really, that this Saturday and next Tuesday are huge for Axum. If you can get through that, firstly... We've played our games in hands. Yeah. Secondly, that's the end of the midweek games. We've only got the Easter weekend where everyone's got two games in four yeah. days. And also, it gives us scope of Notts County having a tough away game on Saturday to make the table look very nice. Huge kick from the restart. Tommy Cliff's OK. And it's an important header by Williams. That's a dangerous clearance. Orker for Toza. Orker bounces deals that very well. McCallum is chasing it. But he's got good contact on his head. That's a Lainton. Short throw to Clearth. He hooks the ball around. Colecliff to Ford, Ford back to Clough. Max Miguel have drawn Rock Chelsea players into their half. Down the line, and Mullen just seemed to like flick it on. Grimes a powerful header. Clough gets up again. Doesn't get distance on his header, but Ford protects the ball for him. And Clough knocks it clear. Awkward one for Jones. There's an awful touch, and Lee picks it up. Mendy's free. Cannon's got it, and he finds Mendy. He had to hold back just to let the passing channel open, to let him Cannon actually see him. So Rexham had to go back again and Tozer again tries an ambitious ball to beauty. I thought he said you on the money. He's won the ball with the keeper. Down the left channel. Right foot. Great save by McFinns. And the defender gets a loose ball first. Well, unfortunately, there was no before he on it. Yeah, nobody can keep up with Mullen, did it to be fair. And it wasn't the worst finish by Mullen. He no. went for the bottom corner. Not at all. Very good save by Fitzsimmons. He stood well to stay up and deny Mullen. And Mullen was running one on one for a long time. You can see it's always tricky when you have to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a great save and a lovely pass to play him in. Tremendous work. You can see, you can see the discord between Chester and the other players. They shout at each other, having to go to each other. Yeah, well, it was left open, wasn't it? Rexham really struck cleanly and swiftly. And Mullen just couldn't find a finish. Rexham with the throwing after Chester lose the ball. In midfield, Ford gets it back and goes back into his own half. Wrexham happy to be patient. Clears to Toza. Mendy's weak. He's driving forwards. Mendy is available. It's a beauty. He brings it down nicely too. Good tackle on him by King. But Cannon takes it in his stride and burst. Oh, referee. To the left doesn't give it. Wow. How's that not foul? Well, unlike the penalty shouting, as Clueth then battles in. Well, the referee doesn't go far for the high then. He is definitely tipped. 
I got a free kick in midfield. That was madness. All rounds, yeah. Well, he, if he, he didn't, didn't give that one over there, he couldn't give this one over here, could he? Well, that's that's the problem that the ref needs him to solve, does it? Yeah. Because it was a foul by Drew on um, Coldcliffe. That was, I mean, in the last Saturday, Callum was booked for diving on the edge of the box. Yeah. And that was definitely a dive, that last yeah. one. This one didn't look, well, he got clattered. He seemed to, didn't he? He did run into a crowd, but he looked to be content. Contact on. Just seen again, Mullins' chance. What a lovely layoff by Dolby. So, free kick tracks him in midfield. Now, Chess with a very high line. Derby's making the impressions by running a long base behind it, running to it. Balls work wide to Ford. And Ford stands up to the far post, keepers coming. And he drops it and grabs it at the second attempt. I'm always a little wary, I feel that sometimes goalkeepers, you know, quite happy to do that as long as you're under control of it. Not sure if Fitzsimmons was there, to be honest. Here's Chesterfield again then. Ooh, it's a sloppy pass backwards. Throwing goes Chesterfield's way, but they struggled then to get out of their own half. So front to Chesterfield, 25 yards out from the run goal on the right. Maxim leading 1-0, 33rd minute. Could easily be more. Although to be fair, Chesterfield have looked decent scoring forwards, especially Colcliffe on the left. Thrun taking short. Mandeville digs a pass back to King. He finds Mandeville again. Now he can switch to Clements, a left back. Very good strike along. Yeah, they've run out of ideas, Mark. Well, I wouldn't be so premature as to say no, 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 no. But that was a dreadful pass. Yeah. Just pinged us straight to Lindsay. Buster was any member who said he's got out of the works, too. He said, my nickname at work is the Olympic Flame because I never go out. <laughs> <laughs> One ball, huge kick by Lindsay. Derby can't win it. Williams gets it away. And that's picked up on the right hand side. But it's and wins it now and gets a free kick. The yellow card ref. Oh, I'm wondering that. The number of yep. times when Wrexham players have run away from somebody and their feet have been given. Is it? Well, don't you think we're back on the road with him? Oh, he is bringing something out yet. Oh, he is, alright. Who's that got the yellow? I'm not sure if it was Jones, perhaps. But it was a. Uh, again, it's a player getting past his man. And getting tripped. So free kick on the left hand side. And it'd be young to deliver it. Yeah, it was Jones who was bunked. Young has got Lee Square in acres of space. All they can start to cover them. Men thinks so about hadn't. It was square to Lee. You'll take him out comes to him. Lee floats it in the box, oh. but it's easy for Grimes to clear. Mendy volleys it back in there. Spectacular volley clearance. Ooh, and it was nearly intercepted by Lee. 30 yards out, but King now has it in the right back position. He is. He, he, he has not many options. He goes backwards. <laughs> nice footwork by Williams. Goes back to the keeper. Simmons squares it on. The crowd are enjoying this as Mullen is chasing eagerly and now it's a bit of pressure in midfield all day as well to get away from Young and now he's driven well to the halfway line and Rexham just overcommitted well, it that's a good ball between two men and then works it left to Colcliffe on the left side of the box throws it across and McCallum nearly got a touch lunging in Tillicliffe Miller has stayed down 
but that was a great breakaway. The fans were enjoying Wrexham putting pressure on, but we uh, didn't nick the ball back off no. uh, Chesterfield, and they opened us up beautifully with some tidy passing through the middle. And I think we actually had the opportunity of nicking it off there. We just held off a little bit. It was just, it was, I thought it was well, well-timed passing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Really good to no. see, to watch, if you're a Chesterfield fan. Not Cole like, Cliff again, dangerous. Don't like the looks of uh, Tony Cliff there. Mm, he's getting treatments. The way that they were able to pass right through the middle of us was brilliant. Tony Cliff, though, I've only gone forward a long way as well, and yeah, so he's right over yeah. the pitch. Yeah, when he's, he steps up like that, and it's great if he nick it off to man, but all day, I thought he, he just committed a bit too soon, got too close to him, all day turned, and then he was able to open it all up, he can drive to the halfway line. Yeah. Young's out of this position, and players come across to deal with it, and then he was played a cute little nick ball through the middle because the whole midfield, the two midfielders were coming across to try and cover where Young was and it just got pulled out of shape. Probably a timely warning, wasn't it really, that not yeah. to get too carried away. Exactly. It's gone. Yeah. You know, I'd have thought better than you could imagine really. Mm. So in terms of the way Wrexham are playing, obviously they deserve at least one more goal, probably two. Yeah. But uh, you just just also got to know that up against a very, very good team, like you said before mm. the game, who, can hit you there that probably four or five seconds that move on it from one end to the other uh, yeah exactly and then also what Paul Cook's been saying they're playing well but they're just not taking chances well there they are again got themselves in the great position of inches and reaching that but they didn't they also challenging what Jim Barrett said and asked Rex I'm having a hard time understanding why Chesterfield has had such a terrible record lately it looked to be a quality side I mean I think they are a quality side sometimes these things happen don't they you know They've got quality on that pitch, they've got quality on the bench, and that, for me, they've got quality in their manager. I think Cook knows what he's doing. Yeah, but they've just gone free for a bit like Torquay did a couple of seasons ago, you know, they were so far ahead and they just had a, yeah. a run of bad results. I would say, now I hate to say that I'm an absolute genius, but now I think about it, I don't hate to say that at all. Um, I, I was saying this in Dragon Out before Christmas, remember we looked at the fixtures, and I was saying January and February are just horrible for Chesterfield, they're playing twice a week like we were eventually yeah, they had games um, behind weren't they and also that they had I was remember I was saying that Rex Knott County and Chesterfield at that point each had 11 games left against top 10 teams at the time but Wrexham were like um, five home five away and the, the better teams were at the race course Notts County was sort of six away four at home with easier you know difficult games away from home yeah. but Chesterfield had two games at home against teams in the top ten and eight or I'm sorry nine against teams away against teams in the top ten <coughs> and all the strong teams like us at Notts County they had to go away to play and they had all those games sort of squeezed into a, this tight period didn't lose more but I think it's just had a bit of a tour yeah you're right to be concerned about Tony Cliff because he's still getting treated now. I mean, a fair chunk of added time put onto this. O'Connell obviously is on the bench, which is great, but these defensive injuries are beyond a joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, luckily, we've only got Hayden out really at the moment, which. Well, O'Connell is now, maybe? Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Father Daniel, that's good news. Southend have just have avoided a winding up order. For those of us keeping track of upcoming games, I mean, the bottom line, good news, because let's be honest, <coughs> we don't want ever to see a club going out of business. No, full stop. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, Tillichus walking off, but whether it's the body language or a man who's expecting to go back on again, I don't know. Guess we'll just have to see. 
Real Detective says Lee's man of the match already, fair comment. Remember, Fisherman's Friends, you need one. Well, I've got these uh, things we mentioned last time, these Jakeman's things, which it's have an old-fashioned packaging. Well, Tony Kofnussi coming back on, but he's just taking his pants off. It's always a sign of a footballer about to go into action. Um, oh, some players may be more than others. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's split his pants, but he's back on now. And Chesterfield knock it forward, trying to take advantage. We're coming just now back in position. Toes is on the ball and dinks over the top. Mullen trying to get there ahead of Williams, but Williams has got ball side of him and runs it through to the keeper for Simmons. He pulls it out quickly. Grimes sets himself, hits a long left-footed ball. Straight onto the head of Cleareth, though. Heads it into Chesterfield's half. Young back again is beaten in the air by Oldacre. Young felt he was fouled. He wasn't. Cleareth humps it over the top. Grimes nods it down. It's flicked on cutely by Clements. But again, Cleareth is there to knock it wrong. And Dorby brings it down the right-hand side. It flicks it in. Just too much on it for Mullen, is it? Off balance. He manages to get a touch on it as he pirouettes. And it bounces away from him. Reminiscent of the Dorby goal. Cleareth pumping over the top to him, just didn't quite get that right. Dreadful kick by the Fitzsimmons. Picks out the forward, he takes it on the chest and locks it inside. That's him still looking good. They'd like more than the one goal. Four minutes to the half left, plus what must be an eternity of added time. There's Tunnicliffe, clipping over the top, nice idea, but Mullins not got a chance of getting there ahead of the keeper. They're just about in their box, and some Wrexham fans hopefully shouting for handball, but nah. Mullen wasn't, and that's where his Mullen would be if he was the that close and thought it was a handball. So the ball is put on the floor by Fitzsimmons. He hits it long and right footers. <laughs> it's headed powerfully away by Toza, so back to the keeper. Bart Potter is, is motivating me, good man. Mark, sounding good, hang in there. I'm doing my best. It's uh. We've got some, definitely got some chat at half-time who your favourite, King of Castile e Leon as well. We've had some good nominations. Tonicliff mops up back to Lane just a former lady taking the ball easily and then deciding to go down on his hands and knees. Just a waste of bit of time. Like some fans in the we've got Mullen. Lee yeah, flicks yeah, it on they the line. Oh, they? Yeah, I thought yeah. we've got Mullen. Uh, I think that's a strangely factual song, that. Mind you, the top of the league is factual at the moment. It is it, you know, Mark? As the ball's driven forwards, two banks. Nice touch by him. Oh, it's oh, a lovely little there. back heel to Waldacre. And he plays a great ball to Goldcliffe on the left-hand side. It's Tozer has to come across to try and deal with him. Goldcliffe goes across the face of the head. <laughs> oh, just can't make it. I wonder if he did make that and just missed the ball. <laughs> no. I don't think he threw the ball. Oh, my word, that was another brilliant break by Chesterfield. I mean, that was really nice. They slice through us, brilliant play. Again, Ford is way out of position, isn't he? But then that's how we want him to be, but yeah, yeah, he's yeah. our attacking width, isn't he? Uh-huh. Oh, here's the replay. It's pushed across the foot. Oh my goodness, I, I think it's gone behind him. He's in front of an open goal. And it's gone just behind him. That's a weird incident. Thought have squared it. That's twice now, we're marking yeah. the ball, you it. What a chance there. Leaving ourselves a bit open at the back. We've got to be aware of this. That could that should have been the equaliser. It was a great move. And well, it was a tap-in, but just behind McCallum. So throwing to Axum, 10 yard short halfway on the left hand side. Turn to down the line. Dolby helps her on Mullen scraps, can't quite win it though. It's bobbling around and 
volleyed over the top then and something for Mullins chase out oh good bounce Dolby Dolby going on good strength he's fighting away but it's going to go for the goal kick that's him shouting for the corner but even from this position across the pitch you can see it came off Dolby last I thought he had as well but mm. Fitzsimmons with the goal kick left hand side to be fair just for the last 20 minutes have got back into this Wrexham have still had good periods but we've not penned them in like we were in the first 20 no well you can only sustain that pressure for a certain amount of time can't you yeah, and that true. pace go back to the count Kluwerth clears but not very well but Callum gets the loose ball oh, Dolby tries it cushion around the corner but Marie picks up the loose ball doesn't see that Mandeville's cover, again, making a recovery when they there go and King horrible pass pops it out for a throw out by the corner flag it's almost like like rugby kicking for touchdown he's put it right in the corner I believe that's what they do in rugby as you know I don't believe in the stuff so Tourism would use his long throw to plant it as far up the pitch as possible Tourism Flung it down the line, flicked on well by Dorby, Mullen uses body well, and finds young person for the middle, great recovery by Clemens to poke it back to the keeper, Young's going to chase the keeper, and he clears it comfortably to Darfur, and Ford Miss heads that, and Goldbluff is running after him, and Toza shuts the door with a great header, throwing to Chesterfield, five other minutes. So Clemens throws it back to the halfway line to Moldega who's had a good second half of the match and again he did that again but he, he runs backwards and then turns and gives it away this time oh, and here's Callum bursting forwards Darby screaming for it and gets it on the right he's got two men in the box as he cuts inside he might go himself he cuts inside then outside exit yes 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 <laughs> Sam Dolby Chance and he'll take it. Well played, Sal Dolby. You thought he was going to put it through to Murray or Lee in the centre there, but he took on the defender. Passed one, one way than the other. Side to the back of the corner net. I think that's game over. Oh, that was superb from Dolby. He drove it at times. He isolated him. Faked up at inside, then went outside. The opposite of what he did when he scored on Saturday. And he drilled it hard through Vic Simmons. Brilliant play by him. I mean, that really was a fine goal. And like I said, he's been given the opportunity. And he is absolutely living up to it. But Chesterfield aren't happy. They felt that all day could have fouled on the halfway line by Cannon. Mate, it was right in front of us. I've got to say, Michael Fulham knows it wasn't a foul. It's also the referee's opinion. He's still arguing with the referee about it, but... Well, I mean, that's what we needed for half-time, Mark, wasn't it? That second goal would be all about it. Yeah, we've still got another three minutes of added time, three and a half or so. But what a finish by Dorby. As Mullen is now chasing a back pass for Simmons. Takes a little cool touch and puffs a clearance. And all day has to nudge it away from Young, who gets a foot in and plays a loose ball. And he has Ford driving on. Chester's defence a bit high. Oh, yeah. He was taken out after the ball has gone back. Grimes. Really it's a trouble here. The referee's pulling him across. And it will be another yellow card, I think. Ford made a great surge, worked it wide, and Grimes was way off the ball and just, just stuck his foot out and kicked him in the ankle. 
I mean, I've got to say, yellow card is correct. But if he'd given a red there, I get it. It, yeah. it was completely cynical or off the ball. Yes. It was just kicking a ball. Yeah, for the sake of kicking the goal to stop him, yeah. yeah. I mean, I emphasise, I'm saying off the ball, Ford must have been 25 yards away from the ball. There was no, <laughs> the ball was long gone. He just started kicking. The ref won't see this. It's on the blind side. I, I'm not saying it's a red, but I am saying it's a sort of one where you think, if he did think that was nasty and send him off, I wouldn't have much sympathy. So Young with a free kick, 25 yards out, right hand side, chance to sweep it in. The noise, if anything, is even greater. Young signals. So that's the third one now, Mark, just for half time, would be lovely. It'll be alright, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you almost wonder if Young's thinking of surprising with the shots. There's only a one man wall, I know it looks daft, but Young is, has got such a strike in the ball. But he's signaling to the players in the middle anyway. Ref gives the go-ahead, and Young does shoot and hits the man in the wall. It looked like fairly, squarely where you wouldn't want to be, but he seems to be all right. But yeah, he just tried to supply his shot there. Yeah, yeah. the worst idea. No, it wasn't. Mendy in the centre circle. He's the last defender, but he beats his man. Chesterfield pushed up quite well to press here, and Young is fouled, surely. Yeah. Old Dick is complaining. Cook is going nuts at the fourth official. And he needs to keep his head, I think. I mean... All right, they're not happy with the foul at the start of the second goal. That's a foul on Young, though. There's no point in having a go at that. You know, they're arguing about the wrong case, aren't they? Eh? I, I guess I don't think it was a foul on, uh, by Cannon that led to the goal, frankly. But it was a hard tackle, and I can see that you're going to argue for it. So, free kick on the halfway line. Chester holding quite a high line, considering way outside the box. He, he, oh, he's pulled that. I know he's looking for Lee or not. He's giving it away. Luckily for Lexham. There was no one up front for Chesterfield and Wrexham get the ball back cheaply, but that was a that was a poor choice. Yeah, very poor. Lindsay pings it long and King kills it beautifully, feeds it inside and Banks is going backwards. Wrexham fans singing to Paul Cook, the Chesterfield manager getting sacked in the morning. Oh, this song's caught on. <laughs> Even the Wrexham Lager stands are singing it. Great ball, ball on the top of the top. It's good ball, by Dawkins. outside. He's got Mullen inside. He's got players arriving in support. Drives it in towards Mullen again. Keepers picked out. Ah, he should have pulled it back to Lee. Then Lee would make his face on the edge of the area. Got some good options, wouldn't he? Just yeah. arriving. And frankly, Wrexham have the chances to, to put this game to bed and get a third goal in, in that good time. The Chesterfield go over the top, toes and watches that poor pass. Nice ball to Lee, he lets it come, hooks it on. Mullen is going to chase that. The keeper gets way out of the box. Hey! He's got it the second time. Hooks it off in his head. Now, can we win that? Stormy might try and get a shot off if he can get to it, but he can't. That was comedy keeping. That was awful, Mark. He took a swing, sliced it towards the touchline, then made another miscue. And then... I mean, if I was him in that situation, I'd just put out a play that I would have done. Yeah. So he hooked it over his head and tried again, did exactly the same. If he if he's hit it over his head to a Wrexham player, they'll be a chance for a shot for that play line. As the whistle goes, well, that was authoritative for Wrexham. Absolutely tremendous. 2-0 up. This game is certainly not over. Oh, no, well, it's not Mark. You <laughs> can't ask for more than that. And no. It was an excellent performance by Wrexham. Engine levels have been fantastic. And I think, can say, I think Chesterfield have lost the plot completely. They've fallen out with each other, the players. The manager's not happy on the pitch. You can see the, you know, the discord in the, in the team and the, and the camp. You know, they're, they're just not on the same wavelength like Wrexham are. You know, we, we seem to know where players are going to be. Like our first goal when Mullen just hooked that ball around blindly. And there was Lee, you know, but 
Yeah, a great first half. I couldn't ask for nothing more in the first half, apart from maybe a couple more goals which we should have maybe scored. But you know, Chesterfield have put a couple of good crosses. They've just not met them. They, they could have pulled one back. They could have pulled two back. But that's football. You don't score. You know, you don't win games if you don't score goals. Yeah, and the truth is, two glorious balls into the box, but neither of them actually met a chest for a player. Blainton has yet to actually make a save, though I recall. No, not at all. I'm not trying to say to be critical on Chester, but I, I see him more positive than you do, Neil, because I think they've shown a lot of quality in a lot of areas of the pitch. But Wrexham have been intense of forced hours, and of going forwards, you know, genuinely could have scored more comfortable more than two. You know, there's been there have been chances. Yeah, very, very much so. Um, I think, you know, Paul Cook could be in the dressing room there. Dread to think how much he shouted at those players at half-time, which it's no good for your morale, it's no good. And, and, and Parker will just go in and say, same game, lads, you're doing a grand job. Well, we usually pick up in the second half, like you say, so. Yeah, yeah. That case, that's all right, a bit of an issue. But as it now, it's certainly, I, I, I think it's fair to say, which I mean, if you don't want me asking this, having been following Sheffield United, I mean, I, surely you, you've not had before following us that much chance to look at National League football, really. Um, I would have thought it would be a little bit of a surprise for somebody who's not seen National League to see that the quality is is this high with both teams. Oh, very much so. To be fair, I've seen a little bit because Halifax is sort of my yeah. local team, so I've watched a little bit and funnily enough against Chesterfield in the playoffs, which had a poor end to the season, you know, lost the way, but then produced a performance out of nothing. And that was a little bit like those 10 minutes where they had, but all of a sudden, you know, Wrexham had dominated, should have been 3-0 up. But they started to get on the ball, and they started to win the second ball, which is something they've not done at all. When they did that, they said they had two chances. One of them should definitely have been converted. Yeah, you know, I know it went behind him, but he had time to try and get that and put yeah. it in, I thought. But that second goal, I just think is absolutely crucial. There. I think that has, you know, they're, they're, like Neil's just said, they looked a beaten team there in the last sort of two or three minutes after that goal because they just looked demoralised. When you've lost, when you haven't won in eight games, sorry, you're not scoring goals, you're 2 0 down to a team who, uh, as it stands, are going top of the league. They'll be on the floor in that dressing room. And as you say there, Paul Cook going in and shouting the ball at them probably is not going to help matters. So if, they, if, if Wrexham can start the second half rather than the first half, I think this could be a real, uh, you know, a real big night for the club. Well, I'll take that. <laughs> Definitely. But that missed chance you saying that McCallum should have adjusted and scored. I'm looking at the replay of it as well, which is from the other side, of course. It's quite weird because, okay, so it's, he overruns. The ball's going behind him. But like I say, rather than just be nimble and adjust, because he's going to do it, it's adjust, it's a tap-in. He sort of gets his feet stuck together somehow and just loses balance a bit. And it sort of reminded me a bit of, my dad would always say about Frank Boomer, who was a bodybuilder, not a boxer. And, and although he had a big muscle physique, he, he, he didn't have natural fluid movements. And it was like McCallum, the big target man, was a bit like that. But, but he's very good in the air. He's very good in the air. Um, he hasn't been today necessarily, actually, because there was a new Wrexham centre-backs going down as well against him. But he had that sort of moment of, I'm good in the air, why is it on the floor? Yeah, what is this thing coming towards me? If that's at the other end of the pitch, then both Mullin especially, but Dolvin, they, they adapt, their feet change quick enough yeah. to change course and they get the ball and they score. I think that the big thing I have noticed tonight is that 
Wrexham have wanted to stretch Chesterfield. They've got the ball wide, both, both flanks as quickly as they have, both centre-halves and centre-midfielders. And I think that's been fantastic because they're a big, powerful side of Chesterfield. And they're good on the ball, we've seen that with the breaks. But if you stretch them, it's not only are you getting the ball out wide, you're pulling them across, it's creating space in the middle. And obviously that's where you know the two goals have come, which have come down the centre. And we've been, you know, ever since Parson came in, looking for those early diagonals, getting wing-backs very high at the pitch, like Neil was saying earlier. You know, Ford was at the pitch when they broke away, uh, but it's not a criticism of Ford because his job is to give us that width, and we've done that really, really well. And then with centre mids coming in and getting themselves into good positions as well, attacking the box, well, it's just caused major problems for Chesterfield to overlose going in there. I think it's been a wonderful performance, I really do. You know, that, that, those 10 minutes where Chesterfield did win the second balls, but even then you know you, you still there was a potential when Wrexham got the ball yeah. and as I said to, to be playing like they said in your eighth game inside a month yeah. I think it's uh, <laughs> I think it's phenomenal it's, you know, it's yeah, super yeah. human in a way but it's testament to how they managed the squad exactly right because yeah. you've got Callum coming in now and looking absolutely class you've got Dolby suddenly looking like Bobby Palmer perfectly I like him I yeah, do like Dolby yeah. I think he's a smash I like Palmer as well yeah. don't get me wrong but I think Dolby could be a real player in time I really do and he's certainly developed this season when he first came in you thought hey, he looks like he might have something but you certainly wouldn't have considered him no. taking Palmer's base no. but the truth of the matter is he's mobile he's aggressive he makes those right channel runs uh, just like on Saturday Clueth, you know, if, if he's under pressure he knows he can just try and pin you over there and Dolby may well run onto it because he just He's consistent in the way he does that. And he's um, intelligent as well. That yeah. ball to put Mullin through. Yeah. One on one. Mm. That's a beautiful pass. Yeah. That's a beautiful pass. I quite enjoyed it. He reminds me a bit. He's like, he's like artificial intelligence. He learns <laughs> from <laughs> situations. Absolutely. I yeah. enjoyed yeah. that. The two balls that Clueth put over the top for him last Saturday. The first one, he tries to square it to Mullin. And Mullen gets tackles in front of an open goal. Yeah. And so he learns from that. Yeah. And the second time, so. he looks like he's doing the same thing, but he scores instead. Because yeah. he's yeah. like, no, nah, I'm, I'm not doing that twice. Yeah. And then yeah. he's done exactly the same with his goal as well. So. Yeah, and a bit like say, a huge goal, that. You know, yeah. and it's uh, deserved as well. Like I say, it, it could be 4 1. Yeah. You yeah. know, the half time score. That's, that's no exaggeration there in terms of. It's that young. He's got to put that on the target for the header, hasn't he? And, yeah. and obviously, Mullen. 99 times out of 100 he scores that goal yeah, yeah. so uh, it's 4-1 but, yeah. uh, but it's 2-0 I think we'll take that absolutely right Cryptic Construct agrees a great first half two small lapses but we could be further ahead what a night well don't say that to the family but yeah, yeah. <laughs> see what I mean and also Idina a couple of comments about Dolby and, and Leinton coming in Idina saying seems all the others work cut out for them for the starting spot Dolby's been absolutely brilliant Mendy and me continuing to look great too I mean yeah absolutely I, I, the only thing I've heard with Mendy who I, I love Mendy yeah, is great is um He's put too many crosses, crosses too close to the keeper when he's got into like, good positions. Yeah. And I'd like to see him you know, see maybe pick out some players more in the second half. But that's the sort of carry-on from Saturday in a way. Maybe have a little bit of bravery as well when he's got the ball to, 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 to go another 10 yards. Yeah. He does He does tend to whip it in a bit too early, which obviously can be fantastic for somebody yeah. like Mullin because he can get across his uh, defender. But just sometimes you think, just pin your ears back, go another 10 yards, and it's a different angle to defend against yeah. as well, which yeah. a little bit harder. But... No, I think, you know, it's famous last words and all, but they're looking really good shape right across the team at the moment yeah, absolutely. for what is obviously a big running. Maybe Mendy was concerned about what happened two games ago when he drove in. James Jones was yeah. available for a, a square ball for a tap-in. Mendy shot instead went just wide yeah. after having carried it in that bit yeah. further. 
and then Jones really you know, yeah. players go that mad at each other in matches now that's nothing and I'm sure this was nothing but wow Jones really was angry with him wow it was yeah. quite something to see he got the message off. he certainly yeah. did yeah so I wonder if he's a bit reluctant after that I don't know um, it, my, Hypnotics Will Sidworth says kudos to the Wrexham fans the crowd sound amazing in the commentary and you had commentators Neil enjoying it so much he was singing within minutes of the match starting exactly what Rob Mackle heavy asked for excellent not, not Neil singing surely I've got to say that something when we were first getting a bit of attention on the broadcast a lot of people were calling Neil the singing commentator because he did that a lot all more often he'd, like, he'd start singing along with the fans during the games and he seems to not do that quite so much now I don't know why he's popped off at a toilet break so I can't ask him but this um, is a big night you know I've, I've, I've actually I've been, I've been to his uh, to Whitchurch today and the afternoon and you know I could tell he was a little bit nervous about the game yeah he said to me was such, such, such yeah. a big match but touched on the atmosphere I think he's been absolutely exceptional tonight mm. I, I, I know it's I know there's been sort of a little bit of sort of not chuntering, but people saying it's not been great in the last couple of games. But you know, dorking at home and, and working, but this is a proper match. Right? It's Chesterfield. Yeah. It's it's you know it's, it's a football league match in in all but name. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that helps as well. And I think the crowd has been exceptional tonight. Yeah. It's been brilliant, brilliant. And I, I'm not. I don't hold with the idea that it hasn't been good the last couple of games either. To be fair, uh, I, I'm happy if, if I think it's wrong, I'll say it. You know, but I thought the Dorking game is just uh, game was over after after an hour, wasn't it? It's yeah, hard to, exactly. to fire yourself up for that when yeah. you've got the points. It's difficult. It's difficult. I, I mean, not only was the game over after an hour, the game sort of felt over after a quarter of an hour because yeah. once we were ahead. Yeah. I really respect talking and I think they play some very nice football but they, they didn't make chances apart from the goal yeah. and, he, yeah. and we were looking like we would score out on round forwards yeah. and I think there was a sense of okay we've got this put to bed we're in control of this so you know I think it's, you know, the best fans in the world will be a little more subdued when they're just watching their team look comfortable and I think we had um, there was not much game management and the way we sat off for the last half hour to save ourselves for today I'm just going to say that it's not sexy yeah, it's what it's the right thing to do. Maybe fans are the same. You know, maybe maybe they thought, well, let's just save ourselves for Tuesday night. Because, <laughs> you know, Phil said that after the game. Phil yeah. Parkinson said that after after Saturday's game. He says, yeah, that's why I brought Mullin off. Yeah, because yeah. He's, he's carrying this groin injury. So he says, you know, if we get this 20 minutes, let's sort it out. Absolutely. Um, in your exciting weekly battery update news, I'll just tell you all that the battery died just at the start of half time, so it's got the first half on yeah. of course everyone's wondering what I'm talking about now <laughs> all I say is rumours that I am a sleeper sow and I've just given the code word a run through oh great picture from Jason Clements the boys are absolutely spellbound listening to the Wrexham audio of Chesterfield whoa how many dogs is that that looks like a multiple spaniel situation or maybe it's just two there's a God, oh, cute one there. Is that two or three? Uh, ooh. Anyway, they're so cute. And the fact is, if your dog is a Wrexham fan, then your dog knows what's going on. Jarvis says he's getting better and better. Super Sammy Dolby, absolutely right. It's, uh, <laughs> Lady B is working on cyber security stuff for work while listening to Wrexham get the second goal. So, sounds like a, if you're in Australia and you want to hack through a firewall, now's your moment. 
is it safe to say top of the league yet? Please say yes, lol. Well, we are top of the league, so in that sense, yeah, but yeah, let's not assume we'll be top at the end of the game. Oh, Ron Roke again. Sam Dolby blinding me with his football science. Sweet. Oh. Yes. That always pleases me, that. Yeah, regular Arswax from Correspondent saying Dolby's so good, probably making Ollie pretty hungry on the bench, too. Well, this is the perfect situation now. Where you, 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 you play like this, and then Palmer comes on for the last 20, and he's determined to make a point, and then he scores. You know, that's... Uh, because Palmer has previous against uh, Chesterfield, of course, scored two great goals. Well, no, two scrappy, silly goals, one of which was handball, but the ref allowed at Chesterfield last season. They were great goals because we won the darn game. You know, so that was the important thing. It's, uh, but yeah, it's uh, great to see we've got such strength and depth. Yeah, it's, it's great for competition, isn't it? Yeah, as you say, Ollie comes in for the last 20 minutes or so, gives out a Derby and Mullen the rest, you know. He's going to go out there and prove himself ready for the next game on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Bruce Oakman says Chesterfield are very unlucky not to draw the game 1 1 with those earlier chances. Why didn't anyone warn me football so dangerous to my health? Oh, trust me, it gets worse than this. <laughs> this is this is this this is pounding away at the old arteries, isn't it? Um, so, Rex in my back out. William Holmes says, Ah, oh, here we are. Yeah, this commentating's getting expensive now. Mark, what presents will be getting Mrs. Griffiths since she's still in the weather? Oh, she's probably listening again. Is she listening tonight, do you think? I don't know. She hasn't sent any messages telling me I have to say stuff. Well, she's got the run of the house, hasn't she? So she's might enjoying herself lying down on the sofa watching what she wants on the, on the yeah, box, really. That's true. Um, I don't know, William. That's a good question. I think I'll have to... It's going to have to be substantial, isn't it? Oh, heck. Diamond ring. Well, by the time we get away from here, Mark, tonight, there'll be very little shops open, so... That's true. In that case... Um, that's the excuse. A magnum from the jack garage. <laughs> Do you think? Nothing says, get well soon, darling, like a magnum. Yeah, but you already said you didn't have any you know, uh, Ben and Jerry's from that they brought on Saturday, yeah? But she, she wasn't feeling well enough. Yeah, but I wasn't going to say that because then she'll say, don't tell everyone that. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're about to get underway. Neo, you've got me right in it. <laughs> Just feels kicking towards. The thought was there, though. That's the most important thing. Yeah, that's true. And I did get a top from myself and Nita Roll in one go. Well, there's two goals, actually, to be fair. I breathe halfway through. Chesterfield get things underway. No changes at half time. Big diagonal launched by King. Bounces over Clueth, but Ford as well on the cover. Now to back to Leighton. Kurt Bennett, this is beautiful. He's completed a comprehensive analysis of all available data and narrowed down the exact boundaries of Toza territory. It's the non-blue areas. It looks suspicious like a wow. map of the world. That's a head in the hat. It's a long clearance by Leighton. Grimes gets clear, Mendy puts it back in again. Dolby flicks it on. Mullen trying to get there. The defender is holding him off and it's hooked away for a, a throw in in the aforementioned Toza territory. Curtis has got a map in the world, essentially only water is not Tulsa territory, I agree. And now Curtis, if we score from this zone, this goal, is, is, you've got the assist on this mate, I tell you. Mrs Griffiths says she can hear me. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Hello darling. Speaking of darlings, here's Bantosa with the throwing. Slings it to the near post. It's headed open the air. It's a six-yard box. Brought down by Tony Cliff. He turns, tries to turn into a crowd. Comes out. Lee drills it just wide. Curse so close to getting an assist. 
it, okay, it was a couple of yards wide. He struck it well, yeah, but yeah, he, he didn't strike it accurately. And that's how Wrexham wants to start the half, getting on the front foot. Yeah, exactly, Mark. Yeah. So, it's a goal kick. Vitsimmons knocks it long. Lee tries to help over the top, wins a clear on the halfway line. Just with an announcement, somebody needs to move their car, otherwise they'll get to towed away. Always gets a cheer from the crowd that Mendy throws forward. A nice idea that, looking for Mullen who'd run offside, because you can't be offside from the throw. But it was not strong enough, and King was able to intercept. So, Chesterfield moving the ball around the back. Fitzsimmons rolling it across to the left hand side. Oh yeah, I forgot to say about Kings of Leone Castillo or Castillo Leon. All through the pre-match and half time, all they've done is play Kings of Leon. So I we wondered on the tweets to invite people to send stuff on and ask Wrexham, who's your favourite King of Castillo y Leon? And we had some good contributions. There is Chesterfield breaking forward, so Lee's done well to nick it off a man, but Colcliffe burst onto it, drives across the face, and just wide. Tremendous play by Colcliffe there. It looked like Lee had snuffed out the danger, but Colcliffe kept going. And again, he's very much the source of danger, isn't he? He is. He's, he's the only source of danger, Mark, to be honest. I mean, he's always looked good against us when he's played for Altrincham. Just looking at it, yeah, he just burst past two men. McFarlane was never going to get in there. He drilled in a shot and it went just wide. It was a tight angle. But Linton left it. Well, it was a great strike. It was really close to the far post. Here's Linton now with a goal kick. Dolby backing in, real wrestling, mashing in Grimes, he's done well to lay it off though to Ford on the right hand side, Ford has only got Mullen in the middle, more arriving now, swoops in, looking for Dolby who controls it, oh, it's a straight at the keeper, oh his head's in his hands, yeah. that was a real chance, he did so well to control that with his left foot, set himself and then he hit it straight at the keeper from around 15 yards out, that was a big big chance wasn't it? Yeah another big chance for Wrexham you know. You know, we could have had four or five by now, but yeah, that, yeah again, he hit the straight of the keeper and there was, you know, acres of space either side of him. Wow. And, the, and then the keeper takes a, a hurry throw out and throws his team's touch for Wrexham throwing. Wrexham take it, and Lee has it in midfield and sweeps a good ball to Ford. Now then, Ford. Oh, he's left the ball behind him. Picks it up oh, again, the key ball to Young in the left corner of the box. Back to Ford, Clueth joining in now and receives it. Immediate, oh he's lost it! Now Wrexham under pressure here. Oldacre's got no support. He tries to drive around the outside of Toza. Toza likes forcing people wide and docking in these situations. And he's done it again. That's good work by Toza. Quality play. Snips out of danger without touching the ball. Goal kick to Wrexham. But he's, he's, he's not quick Toza. But if you don't get around the back of him, he's very good at forcing you wide, using the touchline as an extra defender, and just forcing you down that funnel where you can't get out of. That's yeah. how I catch spiders. <laughs> force him down a tunnel? I do, I force him down. <laughs> I've built an anti-spider tunnel because Mrs Griffiths doesn't like spiders. She fears them. But I won't kill them because they, they sort out flies, which I think makes them good lads. So, yeah, I've built an extensive yeah, tunnel network. Who cleans the house, Mark? To house you clean? Who cleaning? All oh, right. Oh. 
who cleans the house? What do you mean? Well, what's that got to do with the place? Spiders cause cobwebs, so I'm sure uh, Mrs. Griffiths doesn't like them in the house. So, um, yeah, but you can you can talk a spider out of doing cobwebs if you if you try hard enough. But how are you going to catch the flies then? <laughs> Practice. Throw and take and Wrexham get another flow just outside toes of territory again. Mandy with the ball in his hands. He's taking his time over this one. Cannon taking up a decent position there to take a touch and go forwards as, as he receives it in midfield under pressure. He's popping it straight back to Clough. Wrexham happy to just work it around the back again, draw Chesterfield out. Toza. Likes to play the ambitious ball, though Grimes has to watch that bounce, and Mullen Nicholas in front of Nixon Robin. First down the right, Dorby's in the box. Mullen will not deliver, he pulls it back inside. Ford now has four men in the box, he beats his hand. He can hit this, left footed, too close to the keeper, he fumbles it, but he'll get it in the second attempt. Toza with the pinging ball, he just can't let the ball bounce if, if Mullen's around. He nicked it off him so well. Animated by their manager yet again, Mr. Cook. <laughs> Roll forwards, Clueth good edge again against McCallum. Ball goes up again, they're going to challenge again. Again, Clueth does well, so back in the face as well. Referee stops play. Yeah, his face went into the back of McCallum's head, didn't it? Yeah. Once again, McCallum unshaken with his famously wooden head. Unconcerned. Just looking at the shot by Ford, actually, to be fair to Fitzsimmons, that curler just skimmed a couple of defenders' heads, and he maybe had to just be cautious and didn't take a deflection. Having said that, his, his hand's shape was really a bit odd how he went for it. If you've seen the uh, episode of Always Sunny where Charlie invents kitten mittens, he's like the cat who's slipping on the table surface, just clawing away at it futilely. So, there was gets treatment. Thane Emrys Bertine says, my favourite king of Leon y Castillo is undoubtedly Sancho I, called Sancho the Fat, said to have been deposed due to his extreme obesity and replaced by Ordonio the Wicked. Not one to let that stop him, he went on a 40-day infusion diet and reclaimed his throne. There you go. That was an excellent call. There was an earlier one that was good as well. There was an earlier argument for Alfonso the Tenth. I mean, obviously Alfonso the Tenth, eh guys? That's cool, it's okay. And we restart with Toza knocking over the top again. This time Grimes gets it before it bounces. Young knocks it back in again. <laughs> back passes pins at Fitzsimmons, who controls it. Sets himself and drills a clearance, looking for Colclough, Pruitt as well, to get there. But then gives it to Oldacre, and he trusts Oldacre to stop him getting past him. I actually thought he got the ball then, I thought. Maybe, yeah, but he wasn't arguing, was he? So now. I think it was a situation where he needs to set a foul. It's a, a make a foul, don't you, really? As Goldcliffe dummies it cutely, gets a return ball from Clements, and then feeds it back out to Oldacre. Nice ball to the edge of the area. Mandeville is dangerous. It's a shot, a good save by Linton. Well, comfortable save, but he had to hang on to it because he had players rushing in, and it was struck powerfully. But Linton got behind it and held it comfortably as well. Danny Bronson is listening in, a, is listening in on a bus to Toronto. Excellent. Long ball forwards, huge kick again, Dolby and Williams wrestling away. But Dolby doesn't compete for it. And he's not happy because Williams at one point it's his arm round his throat, but who's off the ball, ref doesn't give it. Mendy pokes it forwards, but it's not the best pass, it's intercepted. Not the best pass by King either, Mendy wins it back. Cannon now, it's crowded in midfield. Cannon 
assesses his options, moving at 90 degrees at a time, and then finds Tony Cliff, and that wasn't a bad ball forward. No, it's about three men marked by two, and Williams at full stretch, just about going back to his keeper. Not the worst idea. Oh, Mark in Australia missed the start. Power cut all night. Power came back on, though, for the start of the game. There you go. The power of Wrexham. Old Acre again. Taking it backwards and then turning and driving forwards. He works it on to Jones. He falls. And it's not falls. It's dangerous. Mullins one on the keeper. With oh, ref. Giving a foul. For what? A Dolby pushed Williams over, didn't he? I just didn't hear the whistle. I wondered if we got away with that, but it was not long. Neither player was complaining. Mullins was one on with the keeper. Flicked it over the top, but... Yeah, Dolby had fouled his man. Big diagonal. I don't know if he needed to necessarily, but he did. As it's driven long by Ford, and I think that might come off. Yeah, Chester, yeah. there, lads. Well done, lads. Through into Wrexham. So we've had 10 minutes of the second half. And Wrexham, two goals to the good. Strikes by Elliot Lee and Sam Dolby. Played down the line. Mullen flicks it on. It's intercepted by Grimes. And he throws a clearance, which isn't very effective. Flows to Wrexham about 30 yards out. The crowd, 9,854 with 742 Chesterfield fans. So, Tozen will take this. It's a fair way out. It is. He's not going to let that bother him. By the time he finishes pinching a few yards, I'm sure it won't be so far out. Lee has gone across in support. Only got two men in the six-yard box, but Tozer is slinging it in there. That's headed away pretty comfortably. Lee puts it back in. Keeper comes and claims that easily. He hasn't got anything up front at the moment to aim for, so he's going to hang on to it and throws it out to King on the right-hand side. Takes a touch, throws a good idea down the line. Was offside, possibly? Ransom keeps his flag down, Mendy scraps, wins it back, and Chesley don't get a foul. Mendy's clearance is charged down though, but it's cleared comfortably by Tony Cliff. Young fighting in midfield, does really well to get past one man, can't get past Jones though. Lee Young felt he was fouled, but I don't think he was, and now Mullins coming back, and he hooks his man's arm. Referee rightly goes to free kick while Mullins complains. Free kick taken quickly, King cuts inside nicely. He allows Jones to take over and he works it across the banks in the centre circle. Chesterfield horseshoeing it around in front of Wrexham's defensive block. Everyone from Wrexham in their own half. Balls work wide again to the right to King. Mendy comes out to him. Pings the ball rather at Jones. Does well to tame that. And then Williams has to go back across again. Wrexham fans are enjoying Wrexham's shape here. Just forcing Chesterfield to pass around in front of them until a lovely little turn and a given goal by Mandeville only because the turn pass is poor. Having said that, Young's under a lot of pressure back in the, by his own corner flag. He's done well to get rid of it. Banks kills it dead first time. He's got a chance to switch. He rips it and gets it wrong. Gives it to Mendy. Shame he couldn't take it in the stride there. But he's got it. And he's got Dolby making the run down the line and Mullen down the flank too. Mendy's overhead that quite badly. Yep, so through to the keeper. He wants it out wide, doesn't he? Mm. Banks trying to make the play from deep in his own half. Jackson, say 2-0 up in this massive, massive match. Dean Rogers says even my croaky commentary is nearly in time with the stream. <laughs> that's, that's a rarity, isn't it? 
Banks turns and works it out wide. There's a good run forwards by King. Jones works it inside. It was a difficult ball to find him. King's got it now. Lovely return pass. Mandeville now. On the right. He's got three men in the box to aim for. Sweeps it in. Diving in. What a save by Layton. Outrageous save. That's a penalty, surely. He's not giving it. Wow. For me, that's a blatant penalty to Chesterfield. Ruff doesn't give it. Astonishing save by Layton. A full stretch. Tipped it onto the bar. It was a rocket header. There's fans who are on their feet clapping Leighton. He's put them all out of play because the player who went down in the box wants treatment. But it was a free header, ludicrous save. And then Mendy trying to get rid of it. Well, again, looking at the replay, it's a penalty. But, okay, there may be a close-up or a different angle that shows differently. Firstly, though, across from the right by Mandeville. Free header, diving in. Amazing save by Lainton, that is absurd. It was going in the bottom right corner and he's dived down and got there. And then King going for the rebounds. Let's see this replay. Mendy tries to get there. No. Not a penalty? No. Why not? Because Mendy got to the ball first. Did he? Yeah. Well, well King is, I mean, I'm sure King is. Well, up from writhing in agony, he's just sprinted at the ref and gave him a piece of his mind. I think it's more of a dive. Yeah? Yeah. Mendy got the ball. I'll take you away for it. <laughs> yeah, it was astonishing save by Linton. No question about that, is it? It's unbelievable save. Mandeville ripping in a great cross at a free header. Straight. Uh, let's, Going in the bottom right corner, here's another angle on the challenge. Oh, the, and for me, most of the angles on it aren't clear. Colclough had that header, incredible save, and then, well, Mendy's challenge was not penalised. It's flicked on by Dolby, drops in the box, and has to be picked up on the right hand side. Foul given against Young this time. A few kicks to Chesterfield. Free kick on the edge of the box. Driven long, McCallum beaten in the air. The ball spins backwards. Hard challenge by Toza. Free kick given. I've got to be honest, I thought it was a show, but the ref didn't seem to be giving it. And then, as the Chesterfield fans wore the sense, he did give it. He's let a lot of those go though, Mark, isn't he, the ref? Yeah, I, I, it felt to me like he gave that because the crowd shouted for it. But I thought it was a foul, to be fair. But he delayed as if he wasn't going to give it. Anyway, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's got himself some thinking time, no harm in that. Oh, Mike the ref has jumped in, so he might have an angle on it. Free kick swept in dangerously. Good header away by Cleworth. Did well to get there ahead of McCallum, but this is a big swell of pressure. Mike the ref says from sits. thought it looked like a penalty. Throwing 10 yards out to Chesterfield. This is, this is their moments, isn't it? 62nd minute, there's time to get back, back into this game. And they are some question. That's a good throw into the box as well. Good cover, though. Coming across by Tunnicliffe. Corner. Is it? Run yep, by Chesterfield. Yeah. This is real pressure. And Phil Parkinson looking at this might be on the verge of wondering whether he needs to make a little tweak somewhere. Wrexham running back defending is a real push and shove in the six-yard box. Ball swept in beyond Leighton, and it goes behind at the far post for another corner. Wrexham are furious at that. The linesman's given it, and Leighton was going nuts at them. It was a delivery beyond the far post. A crowd of players went for it. 
It's quite hard, I'd imagine, to tell who came off last. Anyway, Colcliffe's across at the corner from the other side this time. Right hand side. Referee this time is unhappy with the pushing and shoving. This is this is the point where you have to earn your results by doing so. Yeah, yeah. This is the time where you've got to yeah. defend and defend well. I mean, fair play. They have shown some real quality. I think Chesterfield and it's starting to turn into chances. So referee's happy now. A wee swinger coming in from the right hand side. Referee gives the go ahead. Again, everyone back defending for Wrexham. Ball's ripped into the near post and flicked on, but intercepted well and cleared. And now Wrexham came to break. Mullins accelerating after it's just beaten to it. They've chased the back pass. And it's clearly dealt with by Fitzsimmons. Yeah, Tony Cliff is very cool on the near post. He did well to deal with it and his clearance. Gave Mullins so much a chase. Good tackle by Cannon there, but Williams retreating, gets the ball back. Ball's hooked forward towards McCallum, Kluwerth as well to beat him to that. Dolby looked offside, couldn't win the header anyway. And the ball goes back to the keeper, Dolby chasing this time. Fitzsimmons again confident with the ball at his feet as the Wrexham fans raise the volume as they probably need to. Wrexham with a bit of pressure, Aldeca comes forward, switches well to the left. Chesterfield really pushing bottom numbers forwards now. Colcliffe sees two men to beat and decides not to take them on this time, Aldeca. 10 yards into Wrexham's half. That's a lovely return ball. Wrexham left Colcliffe unmarked. He pokes it on the back of the fence, but he overdoes it. Mandeville's got no chance of getting to that. Goal kick to Wrexham, but Cook now, different body language. He's applauding and telling his teams to lift them themselves again. Ollie Palmer getting good applause as he comes up to warm up. Lainton, understandably, taking the absolute eternity of this goal kick. Quite right. Pamela asks, how many goals before I'm rendered mute? Oh, I tell you, rendered many, what, eh? Mute. Mute. How many times Neil's wondered that question? <laughs> Praying for the goals. No, we wouldn't have come a few without you, Mark, so... Uh, You'd have to pick up the bat on, pal. One ball forwards. Mullen beaten to it in the air. Throwing on the halfway line. It's, again, Wrexham taking a time. Through with... I have a Chester fan singing that. Jimmy, Jimmy Savile. We're one of our own. He's one of our own. One of your own. Okay. Right. Well, classy. It's going to be a throwing down the line by Toza. Flicked on well by Dolby. Mullen won't be able to get onto that though. It's half cleared. Young does well to hook it rise, but unluckily for them, it drops between Ford and Dolby. Throwing. So. Throwing in short. Chesterfield being pressed on the edge of their area. Back pass to Fitzsimmons. He needed a good touch there because Lee was after him. He switched it quickly to King. King back inside the edge of the area. It's confident play on the edge of their box by Chesterfield. Williams goes back to Fitzsimmons. Mullen still chasing. But Fitzsimmons is good with the ball at his face. He's not worried about Mullen coming at him. He finds Williams and Williams finally clears the lines and puts it out of play. Four by Phil Parkinson. Good pressing in by Wrexham, wasn't yeah, they, they were never really getting out, they tried to, I and mean, they moved it around well, didn't they? But ultimately they had to put the laces through it. 66th minute. Wrexham still 2-0 up, but Chesterfield are certainly asking questions. Tunnycliffe 
throws it down don't know Dolby it's a cute click but Mullen didn't read it so Dolby chases his own flick to throws a back pass and then gets pretty close to Fitzsimmons but again he drives it away he's going out for a throw yeah. Truist controlled that got underneath it didn't let Cork have come past him throwing Great play by the two strikers there, isn't it? Because they've been under pressure the last mm. ten minutes. Yeah, yeah they both just forced a mistake. We had a mm. throw in on this side, and now a throw in over there, just to take the pressure off. Fantastic exactly. Stuff. Really I mean, one of the things I love about Mullen is that he's the superstar. He's not at all somebody who's going to not put a shift in. He's, he's, he's the guy who'll be running back in the 80th minute, deep into his own half to try and make a tackle. Yeah. And I think that's terrific, because plenty of players with the wrong attitude would know they're better than this level, and would just uh, enjoy the goals and the glory. Teammates love that as well, don't they? Exactly. You know, yeah. And Lexham is in the that, have thrown it in and got another throw in towards the territory. So Lexham fans are all on their feet. As they say, stand up if you love the club. Tosa steps up and throws it in towards the near post. Keeper comes, takes that well. On the edge of the six yard box, Clears had lost his man and was attacking it. But Keeper was always going to get that. Ball pulled out to the left-hand side by Fitzsimmons. Heavy touch, though, by Clements. And as you overrun it, yeah, Florian yeah. Zerexham. After that good spell, they're just struggling to do a half test to throw that. Cook is bringing some subs in. So they'll be trying to shoot for his head. He's taxi to go home. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> You've been partisan today, Neil. And I'm not ashamed to say it. <laughs> so... Throwing down the line with a bit of distance, and Mullen will chase that to the corner flag. It's hacked away. Clueth underneath it, heads it back towards the edge of the area. Clueth's now for McCallum with a cute flick on, but Tools is there and thumps it away. Offside given against Mullen. <laughs> His young rather cutely just punches the ball away after it gone out of play to waste a bit more time. We're halfway through the second half now. Rexham are still. Leading 2-0. Katie asked what we think about Linton starting the last few games, so if there's a low near we have to have a crash that. For well it's worth my view is yeah, he's he's a cracking keeper. He looks back to his normal self and that save in the second half illustrated that. As Wrexham are battling in their own half to win it back forward against Colcliffe and Ford as well wins the throw in. Yeah. I think Leighton very well since coming back here to step in and Howard has, you know, he hasn't put a lot wrong, Howard, you know. But, you know, Leighton is our, was our number one keeper and Howard stepped in for him. But uh, yeah, I think Leighton's a lot more commanding in his area. He's a lot more vocal. Um, and he hasn't made a mistake, really, has he? Oh, it's lovely up by Tulsa. Van Dolby flicking it onto Muller, who juggled it and hooked it over the top. And Fitzsimmons had to come out of the box to beat Dolby Tears and make a diving head. The next lift all got Mullins after this and he'll get there by the corner flag. Not making chances last five minutes, but getting the ball in Chesterfield's half all the time, which is great. Ford now pulls it back. Cannon under pressure. Good strength. Holds his man off. Back to Ford. Switches feet. Cross is blocked. Ricochets kindly for all day. to clear to McCallum. Tony Cliff fighting away. It's a good work by Tony Cliff. The ball squirts loose to King, who wants to drill over his up. It hits Mendy, and Lena picks it up and tries to scoop it back to the fullback. He can't get it, but he gets it going. And just really got the subs ready, but still aren't bringing them on. Akinola is one of them. And is, it, is that Shackleford, the other man? As young uh, Tozer by them, sweeps a good ball to the right side to Ford. 
Wrexham fans don't clap that anymore, they used to it. Wrexham will go back to Leighton. Leighton hits it long, but Mullins offside. Mind you, Dolby will chase this. Keeper has to come out, takes it on the chest, the crowd chat for handball, but it wasn't. His arms, hands were up as he chested it down, but he definitely wasn't handball that. He just had them either side of his chest. Palmer's going to come on as well, and Justin Nick. As Chester will take a quick free kick in midfield. I wouldn't have changed anything for Wrexham at the moment, would you, Mark? Not necessarily, except, like I say, I think that Palmer's a sort of bloke who might want to come on and make a point. Yeah, yeah. We say about this time as well, didn't we, last 20 minutes? Yeah. As Chester will pump a poor ball over the top. Straight through to the keeper. I can tell you, I think Matt Waters commentating on the live stream this nightmare is about to come true. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because Chesterfield are about to bring on Jezerun Ochegbalan. Hang on. I'm sorry. Ochegbalan, isn't it? Oh, it's an enormous kick by Lington. That drops on the edge of the box and goes through to the keeper. Still Palmer is ready. Still Ochegbalan. And Akinola waits as well. Grimes at the back on the edge of his area. 19 minutes left now. Still two major action. Dean Rogers says it's uh, a blatant dive by King for the penalty as well. So I, I thought it was a dive. I have to have a good look at him all. I think he needs to draw contact if he's going to dive there, aren't you? So if he hasn't, more for him. Forwards rather slices the ball up in the air, but when it's headed for out banks, it's cleared by Cluith. Still head tennis in the middle of the pitch. Ford beaten to an hour. Here's Colclough driving that clear. Ford's got back to support. He squares it to Aldick. A cute turn. But he's given away. And Cannon goes driving forward. Only two men ahead of him. What a dribble. He's beaten Aldick. A lovely feat. Now then, can he find Mullen down the flank? He can. Mullen's on the back. Can he finish? Dolby's there. Oh, is this? He absolutely skies it. What a chance <laughs> to finish the game that oh, was. Oh, Mr. Mullen. <laughs> he absolutely skies it. There's a tight angle. Dolby was there. Dolby now comes off. And he will deserve the standing ovation that he gets. Ollie Palmer replaces Dolby. Dolby scored the second goal and has put in a super performance. Just listen to that. Yeah, this lad, he was coming as a prospect. He must be loving this lad. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wow. You know. Yeah, it's nice to, for Palmer to come on, you know, it's not as if we're going backwards, are we, with our substitutes, it's... Mm, exactly. Now, you see the alterations now. They're big enough all day, Ken. Slightly surprised now, I think he's been all right. I think he's been great in midfield yeah. the second half. A lot of energy about him, he's trying to set the ball forwards. And he turns, he's, he's spun, he's spun yeah. the Wrexham midfield a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, he has. I'm surprised that. I mean... Mandeville comes off and Mandeville like I said I think he's really talented but he does drift in and out of games he's been he put that great cross in for the save but apart from that he's not really hurt Rexham I get that I'm slightly surprised <laughs> that Oldacre comes off and Jones stays on because I think Jones has been less secure in the ball frankly as straight away McCallum flicks it on and it's a throw in to Chesford level the edge of the area taken quickly and giving back to King he was tackled well by Lee another throw in 15 yards back he's going nuts at Akinola for that return pass 
throws it in short to Akinola who gives it back to him Chesterfield have to go backwards though Jones goes into his own half Chesterfield work it inside cutely for Cole Clifford Clewis battling away with him the ball rolls away and Cole Clifford's pulling his shirt up Clewis by the pulling his shirt free kick in midfield so Chesterfield again with a chance to to move it quickly from the free kick it's popped square it's worked forwards nicely to Uchek Bullen and he works it wide to the right hand side level the edge of the area King pokes a good return pass Uchek Bullen works it to King Rexham with three men around him though King hits the deck spectacularly no foul given begs the question should he be booked for diving Rexham works out of trouble well there Cannon great ball to Lee keep ball inside to Palmer his ball forwards is blocked but Cannon makes a brave header was he fouled nothing given to be fair the ref's been quite consistent in allowing play to continue in that sort of situation and Chesterfield starts a break on the edge of the area dangerous looking ball for Uchek Bullen but Mendy does well to cover that and put the ball out for the corner I think Rexham had a case about the foul in midfield I think they did as well but to be fair, the referee has allowed quite a lot of physical contact, so I suppose he's being consistent. I think he can do that too much. I don't like that, but I think this guy's been pretty, pretty fair constant, through, yeah. really, in it. Corner then, right-hand side, Banks. Sweeps it to the far post, good header, clear that. He'll come back in again. It's worked wide to the left-hand side. Is it Czech Billund who plays it back in and it's squared to the edge of six yard box of Wrexham Havertz oh, and it's just cool it as a play by Toza Mullen was Mullen on the corner's last yeah. defender yeah. Yeah. and well, just well, well. up over the top and probably put him in Chesterfield have a throw level the edge of the area left hand side thrown in to Akinola <laughs> two balls on the pitch here and it's worked out to the edge of the area and Chebelunt is looking for an angle for the shot. Wrexham trying to crowd him. It's worked wide to the right-hand side. And King now has Mendy isolated. Oh, it's a poor pass by King. And Elliot Lee accelerates. Come on, give it to Palmer now. To Lee, that's a good ball. Muller is racing for the ball over the top. And Lee can't deliver it. To be fair, it was good covering play by Chebelunt. He managed to get a foot in. Chesterfield have had a lot of the ball since the substitutions. Here comes Grind, or Beggy Banks rather, with a superb sweeping ball to Goldcliffe on the left. Wrexham double up on him quickly. He drives up to the corner of the box and then swings to the far post. Can King keep that in? Yes, he can. And he hits a first time cross. That has a lot of air on it. It's awkward for Ford to be managers and all down to Young. Back to Ford. He volleys it away 30 yards out. Mullen has got a man on him, brings it down. He's unlucky. Did well to bring it down, but it yeah. got away from him. Through to Chesterfield, 25 yards out there. Come on, this is when the fans are going to get behind the team. Last yeah. 10 minutes. It's a game. another spell of pressure, isn't it? Yeah. We've got 13 minutes on the clock, and Chesterfield are threatening. The, the changes have helped them. There's Colclough on the left-hand side again. Pulls it back into midfield. Ball squared across. And helped on by Williams, who's up joining in the attack now. King sweeps it across the far post. Clearth makes a challenge on McCallum. They're asking for the penalty. Referee's really not interested. Offside. Offside, in fact, anyway, as McCallum attacked it. Clearth's done ever so well against yes. McCallum. Yeah, he's had a great game. He's clearly tried to target him and uh, hasn't been able to get past him. 
So Wrexham with a free kick, which Slinton will attempt to take at some point in the 2030s, no doubt. Bounces the ball carefully, puts his thumb up to nobody in particular. Oh, the linesman. Goalkeepers love linesman, in my experience. When they turn it up, they do, and they're trying to place a ball, don't they? Yeah, exactly right, exactly right. <laughs> so Linsen launches it right-footed. Palmer wrestling with Grimes, and the ball's partly headed away. Ford tries to put it back in there, goes beyond the reach of Mullen. Williams launches it long, toes underneath it. Cushioned little header to Cannon. He manages to control it, but then he rips the ball out wide, no one's there. He's he was hoping down. Mendy would be there, wasn't he? He's gone down. Oh dear. Well, that's a concern, isn't it? Unless he's being cute, let's hope. And the physio is coming on. And asks Wrexham. Now, this is a shocking tale of tragedy. Eric, when you're listening to the Wrexham game during work, and the client has the nerve to call and you have to stop to actually do what you do for a living. Uh, get paid for. That is shameful, isn't it, Eric? And my, our hearts are with you. Um, Arnie Austin wants to know if our... That, uh, surely that cat of yours is a spider hunter to keep Mrs G safe from the evil arachnids. Well, we've got three cats, none of whom have shown particular interest in spiders. Jordan Davis is ready to come on, so it looks like Cannon will make way anyway. I did have a really cute little cat and, and she used to love eating daddy long legs and then she'd go up to you and ask you for a little kiss and a nuzzle yeah. with, with the legs still sticking out of her mouth. That's class. And oh, WR Dragons has given a picture of the original kitten mittens that I mentioned the keeper had on when he was, when he was in goal. I think you can see my point now, Neil. Right, so Cannon is up. He's limping, but he's coming off anyway. And he gets a standing ovation too. But I'll tell you what, I was just thinking um, when he sliced that ball that he's a potential man of the match contender as well. I think he's an so well. Yeah, he's a very good game. He's a class act, Cannon. They've had to get him back to full match sharpness. But he's been great. And of course, um, Jordan Davis comes on. And the fans always love to see one of their own on the pitch. So, Chesterfield restart. 81st minute now, still 2-0 to Wrexham. Just hold him, Wrexham, that's all you got to do, guys. Grimes at the back, threads it into midfield, banks, nice little touch and turn. Works it over to the right-hand side. Bit of room here for Ochegbalum. He feeds it on to Akinola, back heel, back to Ochegbalum. There's a run in the box, he works it wide instead, Akinola. He's got a check with him now on the overlap and finds him nicely. He drives down the goal line, drives into the goal mouth, toes us there, stabs it out of play. Does he? Well, it's been kept in. And Chesterfield will build again on the right-hand side. Is King cutting onto the corner of the box. Good tackle, that Barley Palmer. And now can he drive forward, down the left, good tackle. Akinola is furious. And Parkinson is driving the crowd on, roaring the crowd on. Wow, the crowd responds. I thought it was loud before. Tony Cliff. Ironically, amidst all this frenzy, Wrexham is slowing from down as much as possible. Tony Cliff eventually gets the ball, and then Toza says, oh, I'll have this, actually. So he's going to throw it down the line. I might argue Palmer's a bit close. He hurls it towards by, yeah, beyond Palmer. Mullen is backing into Williams. And he wins a throw. Oh, it's not. Again, no way, ref. Mullen can't believe that. 
As you can hear, Neil's happy with the call. No. <laughs> Mullen got no idea that ball. <laughs> For the start, the defender had all the Mullen shirt. Well, from the floor, Mullen fights back, and that is a Waxham goal. Oh, I think that was a Waxham throw. It came off King, but it's gone just for a play. Yay! Davis attacks this and pokes it off his man, and that is a Waxham throw. And it's nice to see the referee laughing <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah. So, a throw to Waxham. Oh, well done. King there. Chesterfield. King there, just trying to start off a bit of a fight. Picked the ball up and threw it at Davis' stomach from about a yard away. Davis didn't even respond to it, but quickly coming out. So quickly, the ex Wrexham striker, of course, is going to come on. And he's replacing Jones, who I thought maybe gone off before, because to me, being quite passive in midfield. So two up front. And now we all know what Quigley's capable of. He's had a bit of a rough spell lately. Mendy with a throw down the line. Palmer jumps, nods it inside nicely. Ah, lucky. Just behind Davis, he tries a little back heel control and puts it out for the goal kick. Nice see the ball boys are disappeared behind from maybe behind the <laughs> Chesterfield goal not to give the ball back. <laughs> Joe wants to know how long before Wrexham signed the train spider. It's just a matter Thank of time. It's a ball's played long and young is fouled in the air. Czech Balloons is really having a go at the ref here. Is, yeah. I mean, he's pointing his finger accusingly at him. Remember McCallum, beg your pardon. I mean... <laughs> I've got to be honest, this is something I'm a bit confused by referees. I wouldn't take that. No. Well, you know, never mind what he's saying, no, it doesn't look nice. But, I mean, the way he's pointing his finger, accusing me at him and yeah. gesturing at him, I wouldn't be this patient as a referee. I wouldn't be honest. I'd just be like, I'm sorry, mate, you can't talk to me like that. Sounds like just calm down. Yeah, well, it's probably good advice. But I, did think, I did think he brought that free kick, to be honest, but there we go. Yeah. <laughs> these stoppages keep happening it's perfect for Wrexham yeah it is you know, yeah, exactly. breaking up the game breaking yeah. up the flow of the game if he wants to do that and then run about it that's his mm. problem yeah no, exactly Palmer since he's come on nothing's really happened in the game as such because yeah. it's all been chopped up and broken up Wrexham had to defend a bit but there's been no real activity of any consequences Lings and looks for Palmer and he's doing well to stop it going for a goal kick through by the corner flank Crypto Cronstock is sending pitches of a proper Australian spider few yards have been stolen by Clemens, but he puts it straight onto the head of Clem Kluwev anyway. It's flipped on towards Mullen in the box, brings it down. He tries to help her on. He had no support and it just bounces in the box and the keeper comes to pick her up. Michelle Olsen saying, Lexham can play to play today, loving it. Huge kick by the keeper, quickly flicks it on to Tozo and bounces from McCallum. But Tozo wins it back and kicks a teammate in doing so. Long ball by Lee. It's too long for Palm. Young was the player who got kicked. Yeah, he did. But it's hopping to the halfway line. Just Young, he just gets up and gets on with it, doesn't he? Long ball again. McCallum in the air. Well beaten by uh, Tommy Cliff. And a good tackle by Akinola on Jordan Davis. The Chigwellins is fighting away and Davis wins it back and he wins a free kick. That's good play. Well done, Since he's come on, Davis has been a bit of a nuisance, hasn't he, with his ability to, you know, get a foot in, win a free kick. Just out that's a big way out of things. So Lainton comes across. He's uh, no hurry whatsoever. 86th minute, that's him 2 0 up. A result that would be, of course, a 
enough to take the shot off the table. Leighton knocks it long. Palmer nods it down nicely. Goes behind Mullen. Now Banks just gets there ahead of Lee. He's sprinting hard to stop it at ball forwards. Clements does get there first though. And feeds it onto Colcliffe deep in his own half. He switches nicely to the right. King. He's got a runner down the flank, feeds it inside to Akinola instead, and he manages to get away from Young. Great tackle by Mendy. Now the break is off. Davis tells Mendy get up the line. I'll have this. And he moves it to the wing back. The two strikers in the middle. Akinola's covered well. He's holding on to Mendy. Rips across him. Finds Mullen edge of the area. He lays it back to Lee. Lee shapes the shoot. Then finds Mullen. He squares it. And the defender just gets ahead of Palmer in the shot box. Mullen has got Lee screaming for it. But he goes on the outside instead. Then pulls it back. Forward. Lee's still on the edge of the box. Ford cuts in, pulls it back to Young. And makes him happy with the possession now. Just moving it about. Ford, 25 yards out. Back to Cliff. Makes him happy. Some of the fans got impatience, but this is fine. And then takes him to Toes who just puts it straight out of play for the goal kick. But, <laughs> yeah. It was weird the crowd then. Some people were groaning and others were enjoying the possession play and cheering. Anyway. 87 minutes played now. Wrexham still two goals to the good. Good yeah, play for by Tunnicliffe stepping into midfield. Chesterfield has come again. King threads the edge of the area quickly back to goal. Trying to hold the ball off from Tunnicliffe. Shifts it around and finds a bit of space. Oh, it's oh, 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 the halfway line. That's pressure from the Wrexham player. Fair play to him, you they give him no time in the ball and they cause him to make mistakes. And now it's Lee who is stirring the crowd up. And something has Tunnicliffe cut himself perhaps? The referee is called a physio one. Oh, McCullum just charged into him, knocked him off his yep, feet. He should have a yellow card now, he's already had a yellow referee. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Seems strange. So I'm not sure what's The referee, I think, has told Tunnicliffe to leave the pitch, has he? For an, a blood injury mode and treated on the pitch, McCullum's got a yellow card for that bizarre silliness. I just think, I don't know. Why could you play? You know? I don't know why McCullum's doing that because it's, it's the rules of the game. If yeah. you've got blood on you, then you have to, you know, mm. you've got to change your shirt, you've got to, you know, it's, it's health and safety. And he does seem to be treating his face, so it looks like yeah. that might be what it is. And let's be honest, players fake injuries, but they probably don't fake blood coming out of their face, do they? rugby union, is it? You know, exactly, right? yeah. <laughs> that great story about the Chilean goalkeeper, and the, what is it, the... Oh, yes, 82, the, yeah, 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 82 World Cup qualifier in Brazil. But he claimed that he had a, a, a fire platter exploded near him. He had blood on his face, so it turns out he had a razor in his glove. I mean, I've got to be honest, I wasn't really keen on playing football with a razor in the glove. Incredible, isn't it? Anyway, Fulham taken, Tony Cliff back on the pitch, McCallum on the yellow. And there was a surgeon, one this down the right-hand side by Ford, he overrun it in the end. Goal kick, but that's what Alexa wants, again driving. And, uh, the ball forwards. That's me, no more time, guys. Well, Fitzsimmons, the goal kick through the middle. Well, yeah. that by Clueworth again, this time against Quigley. It's lifted over the top. And, oh, awkward little move. Tony Cliff, he's lost it in the box. He's forcing the ball out wide. 
And the boys start with Akinola popping it inside. King sweeps across to the far post. Too much on that. I'm just a bit concerned. Just that nine on the board. I think time. six, I think. Six. I still feel like a lot. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. But anyway, I hope it's this game's not over. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't think it could be upside down. Now I think about it. Anyway, Leighton spots it off before the vessel is about to evoke that familiar sound of a crowd going, what? As he holds up the six. That's 11 minutes out of time already this game. Fair enough, first half. Yeah, I'm not sure what the second half. There have been stoppages, but not that much. Leighton knocks it long. Palmer takes it brilliantly on the chest and goes wide on the right-hand side. Pulls it back to Ford, who's been superb on the right. And he goes back in turn to Kulaflex and happy to just control possession here. Back again to Leighton. He knocks it over the top, looking for Mullen. He flicks that on. He's the keeper. Paul Mullins running the scoring run looks like Andon. Six games in a row he scored in. He could have had two tonight then Mark. True, true. Long kick by Fitzsimmons. McCallum barges into Young with the ball drops. Lose Coldbluff. Edge of the area. Treads on the ball. And Lee's there to clear. And it's a clever clearance which gives Mullen a chance to chase. He's just beaten to it by Grimes. Lee again now in his own half. Tries to beat his man. Bobby Shunderson. It's flicked on towards Coldbluff. And then... Taken oh, on by Clements, great tackle by Young, and now Rex on the break again, 4 on, he's got two strikers ahead of him, he runs it down the line to Mullen, Ford going in support, and Mullen looks like he might want to go to the corner flag, it's inside to Ford, Davis made an ambitious run, here's Young the midfield, Rexham being passive in possession now, just running the clock down, we've had a minute of the six added, Toza goes over the top, Looking for Ford, it's a cracking ball, what a ball. down by Ford as well. Well, he's got well, 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 space, edge of the area, punch into Mullen, gets it out from the seats, back to Lee, tight angle, oh, it goes behind. What a lovely move that was. That would have been the icy looking, wouldn't it? Terribly tight angle, but Lee drilled it, flicked the bar. Fantastic stuff from Maxim. <laughs> Simmons then steps up and hits it right footed through the middle. McCallum beat in the air by Toza. Lee had a shirt pulled all over the place there. Left doesn't give it again to be fair on the blind side. He's probably got a handful of Grimes' shirts as well. Long clearance. Mendy's header hits Davis and falls for Akinola who leads it backwards. Farmer's working hard but King just gets the ball away before he's tackled. And then Kluwerth just brilliantly nicks it from quickly on. Played on the top. Palmer's on the side. Yeah. It chases because it'll waste a bit of time. It's a free kick. Shame that because the Chelsea defence stepped yeah, up. Yeah, they he, did. He just wasn't aware, you know. So, Fitzsimmons with the kick. Wrexham fans singing the team home. Good diagonal looking for McCallum who wins it well. Young hacks the clearance away. Mullen won't be able to get to that. Throwing to Chesterfield in their own half. Grimes with the ball in his hands. They've given up. They don't know how are they? Well, I don't know. You've got to find a teammate, don't you? That's my theory. Filled on by Clements. Heads it away by Clueth again. 
Smith had a nice first time though, and quickly goes little give and go. McCrown tries to turn in the box. Toza runs it back to Lane he takes it bravely. You always want to see that Lane going to get up in those situations, but he does. Toza did well there. Well, he went down too, he's okay. Brings and balls out to the right hand side. Ford feeds it over the top. Mullen is on the chase for that. Great ball. What a ball. He's going to go to the corner flag and hold on to it and then feed it backwards. Lee and Mullen, they just love combining, don't they? Absolutely love it. Feels like hours ago with that first goal by them. What a start to what a, uh, quite a game as forward. There's a good ball down the right side. Davis back heels it. Mullen in the box goes down. No foul. Keep it. Situation has to flick the back pass up and Palmer nearly got to him. He hooks it wide. Mendy brings down on the left hand side. Young's demanding it. Mendy uses him as a decoy. Runs into trouble. Young picks up the ricochet. Drives edging Lee. Feeds it onto Mullen. Mullen, good ball to Palmer. Palmer back to goal in the box. Looking for support. Tries to squeeze it as he and Grimes no, hacks tight. it away. Good tackle again by Tunnicliffe. Wrexham fighting away. And then yeah, Young fouls his man. But that was good. Intense pressure by Wrexham. And we've had four into six at the minutes. Fitzsimmons with a kick. The Wrexham fans are living this. Long kick. McCallum's the target again. It's clear who is there. Palmer wrestling with his man. Ref gives the foul against him. On the halfway line. Played short. Referee says from the wrong place, so that waste a bit more Chesterfield's time. Bell fed over as the Wrexham fans sing, we are top of the league, good ball to the box, quickly. Allows Crockett to take over, he can hit this, close the shot, scores! Oh no. Chesterfield pull the goal back, there should be about a minute left to play. Well, Kirkland's been such a threat all through the game. No chance then for Lainton. Coatcliffe has allowed a lot of time. He burst onto it well. Smashed it in the bottom right corner. And that's it now. You need to see this out. We've got about 45 seconds left. Toza from the restart. It just serves out of play. Well, that wasn't smart. No. It's deep in chest for its half, but still. Will be taken by King and unnecessary edgy moments. He goes back to Fitzsimmons and he launches it long. Quigley's after it. Kirth as well. Picked up by Williams and works it wide. This is it then. King knocking it over the top. Too much on that lane and will take that and goes forward. goes down and steps up again. Bounces it a couple of times. Chesterfield get revenge for the one time the team has looked better than us this season and go top of the table. A game that has just played at an intense pace with an awful lot of quality. Wrexham taking an early lead. Lovely combination play between Lee and Mullen and no look pass by Mullen finding Lee. Smashed the ball gleefully home. And Wrexham continues to be the better time for long periods of the first half. Mullen went one-on-one. Fitzsimmons made a great save before Wrexham. It's finally made it to the Derby, putting them again in the light and throwing a fine finish. The second half, so Chesterfield have some spells, but still Wrexham at the side making more chances. Lee hitting the bar late on. 
Porter have got a 96th minute goal, but Chesterfield didn't get the ball forward to any purpose again. And as the Wrexham players walk around the pitch saluting their fans, Bill, that was a special race course night. Oh. Before the game, Marco Vader, as I thought, this could be the one where we may slip up, but to be fair to the team, they've, they've all put a shift in tonight, they've got quality. Yes, Chesterfield had a couple of chances, but Wrexham, I think, have been dominant. We, we, we missed four or five chances, two great goals by the team, and the togetherness, I keep saying this about the team, you know, they love the place, they love playing together, you can see what it means to them. And it seems to, the emotion seems to spread down the ground as well with the fans. I think it's just a fantastic time to be a Wrexham fan, you know. This is a special season for us. Absolutely, and we're certainly in control of our destiny now, very much. But certainly as well, when you, you look at the quality of performances around the pitch as well, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about man of the match, but firstly, I mean, there are so many contenders, aren't there? Oh, so many contenders. Mm -hmm. you know, um, Oh gosh, my mind's gone blank because I'm, I'm watching the players on the pitch. Well, I'd say Ford I thought was actually outstanding on the right-hand side. He was up and down all game, he could created problems. Firth had a great match. Mm. I thought Cannon was very Cannon, good. Yeah, Cannon as well. was terrific, wasn't he? You've also got to look at that safe and lane to the yes, and in the end has proved absolutely mm. crucial. Because that's a world-class save. Yeah. That, the, the, yeah. the, the Chesterfield lad did absolutely nothing wrong there. He put the ball into the ground, yeah. he's coming back up, it's, it's hard to save those and he's still got enough on it to touch onto the bar. You, you almost want to say Golden Bank-esque. Right, turn, turn, turning turning yeah. a shot like that over. Yeah. That's, in the end, with that 96-minute goal, that's actually won the match. For all Wrexham dominance in terms of chances, that's the moment, and I think that's why he's the best keeper, I think, for Wrexham yeah. yeah. going forward. I really like Mark Powder, so a lot of him at Sheffield United and Nigel Clough is manager. But he does make some cracking saves. But, he sort of he says what you expect him to say. Whereas that that was an out of the absolute top draw that said. I thought that was absolutely stunning. Absolutely stunning. You, you sometimes in the past seen teams try to target Linton because he's not massive. Um, I don't feel teams have tended to succeed in doing that, but I wonder sometimes if that's why he's not at a higher level because of an assumption that he's maybe not got the height. But the fact of the matter is, he, you know. He's got that sort of save in his locker. He's, he's, we've seen him do things yeah. like that before. He's a, he's a fine, fine keeper, Linton. And I guess that's why you know he's been brought back in his first first team goal. You know, I mean, although we weren't all the shot, I think maybe a couple of the goals that all shot scored we could have kept out, and maybe Parkinson saw that and thought, you know, maybe it's time to give Howard a bit of a rest. Hence, Paul Leighton, and Leighton's done absolutely nothing wrong. You know, he. He couldn't have done anything by the goal on Saturday and he couldn't have done anything by the goal tonight. I think our defence just switched off a little bit in the final minutes. Uh, it's been a grueling few weeks for both teams, but uh, you can't blame them. They played really well and happy going on with three points. Top of the league yeah. on merit, on points, wrong game in hand, so absolutely we have all returned to status quo. Ironically, considering the other seal a bit there, have you? Did, Mark, yeah, yeah. 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 The, the subtle genius followed by the clumsy ham-fisted explanation and that is very much the, the sort of ethos I'm aiming for in my autobiography. <laughs> Man of the match, just say Cannon. I think Cannon So many goals there, you know, mm. he's in four, like you said, absolutely. I thought Mendy, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had a great game, not yeah. it? With about two or three minutes to go, it's the pressure, it's everything. You know, a yeah. couple of moments when he didn't possibly capitalise in good positions, but I just thought it was an all-round great team display. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. The sign that we can actually, we could probably pick one from five or six. Yeah, in terms of right. the match, and I think yeah. that says everything about the team effort. And I, 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 I'll go away from the race course tonight thinking. This team looks looks in good shape now. It's been a couple of times this month when you've thought, yeah, look, I like the fun, but it's not been that convincing. That looked like a good team because I tell you what, Chesterfield are going to come again in this league. They are going to yeah, come again. Decent, they're, they? yeah. they're, gonna, they're, they're, they're on a horrible run, nine games, but they'll be in the playoffs and mm. hopefully Wrexham won't be anywhere near them. But I certainly want to want to play Chesterfield in the playoffs yeah. if uh, no. Before. You know, whether it's us or County, I mean, hopefully it's County. You know. It's scandalous that we're going to finish maybe 20, 25 points above third, fourth, fifth, you know, or maybe even further ahead of six or seven, you know, and they could end up playing them in a playoff semi-final, you know, it's just absolutely ludicrous. Well, yeah, absolutely, but those playoffs do look unpleasant. Walking have looked very good when they came here as well as the sort of side they're going to play. Chesterfield clearly got a lot of quality about them, so um, let's take advantage of the fact that we're top of the table of the game in hand. That's, yep. that's my favorite. Sounds a good plan tonight. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh man. Well, that was quite something. It was. It was a great game of football to watch. I thought Rex and you know played some fantastic football. Mm. Finishing wasn't as clinical yeah. as normal, but you know we scored two great goals. Conceded well, that late one, which is a shame. Would it be nice to keep keep clean sheet? But mm. three points. Well, I'm going to go home now and tell my wife I love her. Because but then she'll have to stay upstairs until Saturday because you're made in that game going on the Saturday. No, no, no. I'll, I'll be here later on. <laughs> uh, yep. Um, what do I get on the way home? That's the key thing everyone's asking. A galaxy bar. A what? A galaxy. A galaxy? Yeah. I thought you said a gargy bar. It's a much a gargy bar. bar. Afghanistan. It's a mature thing, yeah. It's a mature thing. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Is it, is it mature for pitchfork? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I thought it was some sort of um, specialist pig tool. <laughs> you got very upset when I called you out porker at the end. And I, I didn't know what I was upset, mate. I, I, I expected sign to it, yeah. I expect it from you now, you know, insulting me and calling me names, you know. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't bother me anymore. I know, I, I do it quite well, though. You, 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 you do, you do. And I know you don't mean it, Mark, so that's what the nice thing is. So. He thinks I don't mean it. <laughs> this is brilliant, I'm getting away with it. Fantastic. Yeah, uh, well... I know. I think I might know what I'll get Mrs. Griffiths on the way home. Okay. I still don't know her first name. Um, I think I, I might go and investigate those piles and the uh, cop again, just to see what uh, exactly is uh, what exactly they are and whether she'd like a bit of it. I don't know. I'll make her feel a bit better. I'm sure she'd be more than happy, Mark, if you go to a bag for that back home. I do this. Yeah. I'm for the galaxy personally, but yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever, you know. <laughs> if, if I've learned anything in my years on this earth, it's ladies love aggregates. <laughs> so on that bombshell, we've racked some top of the table. We should probably peel off, shouldn't we? I thought the Kings of Leon want this. Uh, Puns us out of here, don't they? With the final score of Wrexham 2, Chesterfield 1, we have been Mark Griffiths, Neil El... No. Go on, <laughs> say it, Mark. El, El Porco, Neil El Nino, Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. The, the kid. You're trying to say I'm windy yeah. now, are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, he's so sensitive. <laughs> Mas sensitivo. And our special guest. Oh, 
Mr. Sutcliffe. The Mr. Sutcliffe. Yeah, Mr. Starkey. Yeah, Mr. Starkey. They keep doing the first half. How should you get your surname, eh? When you're so such a prominent surname, it's awful, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, so that's what that's what he's like. Well, you know, the Athletics. Richard Sutcliffe. It's been a pleasure. I've really enjoyed it again, gentlemen. Brilliant. You're always welcome. Please, you more always are. Brilliant stuff. Top nine all round. Excellent. Good stuff. I don't remember where I got to in the concluding bits. I'm just going to say everybody. On Saturday for the Maidenhead game. Oh, yeah. That should be fun. Which is a 25 kickoff. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Adios, muchachos. E. Oh, um, Alfonso VI for me, by the way. Best king of Castile e Leon. You know, he's like Alfonso the Ten, but on a diet. Okay. But you won't be on a diet. Oh, oh, so so I called you fatter then. <laughs> I'll have you know that when I won the the gold medal in the 1972 gymnastics. See you now. I did. I can see you in a bit of work. Hey, just let me take my top off and I'll. <laughs> you can see the leotard again. Um, yeah, I was known as Romanian butterfly. Okay. Yeah. My technique, my specialist move, which allowed me to, to win the gold medal, mm. was I could leap in the air, right? Yeah. <laughs> I could leap in the air. I mean, that's a surprise. <laughs> I could leap in the air. When you were a goalkeeper, that's where your goalkeeping skills came Yeah, that's yeah. a while ago, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 Well, obviously, you were, you were a ballerina many years ago as well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, these. <laughs> <laughs> they used to call me the beige swan um, but yeah I was a Romanian butterfly I got perfect marks in the 72 Olympics and my, my skill was I could leap in the air right, uh -huh. and I could stay there for about 5 minutes you could actually levitate as soon as you could, yeah. Oh, right. Stay there, totally still. Did you actually um, end up in a different place if you were up in five minutes because the world's spinning, so you ended up somewhere di different? Uh, no, because I could incrementally move. Okay, you, you okay. Can't, you can, to the naked eye, you can't move. Very so. talented, then. Thank you very much, I, I, I like to think so. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'll show you the video if you want. I'd like to see I think you should put it on Twitter and on yeah. YouTube, mate. No problem at all. Yeah, let, let all these fans see your... Uh, yeah. What was a Romanian butterfly move? That's a see. This is, you know who I am. Yeah, I've, I've actually got it here. Yeah, you, okay. can, you can watch it if you want. Obviously, if you're at home, it's unlikely you can watch it. But you'll be able to see my talent and skill. There I am there on the bars. I can also speed up quite a bit. <laughs> and then in a moment, you'll see my dismount. So I do the... the well, you're very trimming those days, Mark. For and then... That's it, when you levitate you for five minutes. Levitating there. So, well, obviously, I did the shorter ones than these because, you know, TV requirements. You had long hair then as well. Yeah, I had long hair. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, that, I didn't know. I had to dress up as a, as a woman. There you can see the dismount there. It's pretty oh, perfect. Fun. Look how straight your legs are. It's decent. Yeah, well, you know, technique and that is a technical, isn't it? And I thought you were banned your legs. And then on the beam. I used to live on the beam, that is. There we go. Look at this, look at this now, watch this. Bam! Did you get ever yeah. get any perfect tens, Mark, for your scores? I always got perfect tens, buddy. I'm, I'm all about the perfect I got I'm sure you are. I got ten and a half ones, buddy. <laughs> I got ten and a half ones. Although I've got to be honest, you know, a lot of Eastern European, judge, Eastern European judges were, you know... They didn't really like it. helping us. Uh, uh, they were helping you. I'm a Romanian butterfly, aren't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the Russians and yeah. Bulgarians and all that were giving you high scores. They liked it. That's exactly okay. it. Yeah, yeah. So have you got Romanian, you know, ancestry of you? Um, 
my, I, my dad's saw Dracula in the cinema. Oh, right, okay. Christopher Lee version of it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, what's it called? Christopher Lee, The Pants of Dracula, isn't it? <laughs> I think it is. Isn't it The Pants of Dracula? I'm sure it's The Pants of Dracula. Okay. Might not have been. We have a young gentleman waiting here to do OB market with a microphone. You'll find out if it might not be your time now, won't you? Yeah. <laughs> or a monkey. <laughs> Oh, we're still on I thought, I, you know what, I honestly thought that Mankini was the capital of Tuvalu. Did you? Yeah. 